Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Ah, hey, hi. Oh, is this a microphone? Do I talk into this? Yes, hi, it's been a couple weeks. Welcome back to the best show. In fact, I should say welcome back to myself, if anybody's back. It's me. I'm back here away for a week because of sickness. Another week for professional purposes, professional obligations. Back again. This is not how I planned it to go, but you know what? The past is the past, baby, and we're standing right here in the present, and the best show is the best present you could ever get. So unwrap it, sit back, relax, get out whatever you got to get out. A little bit of the old, uh, you know what I mean? The old, you got to get that out to uh, enhance your enjoyment of the show, then get it out. Well, then, whatever your is, go get it now, whether it be Diet Dr. Pepper or the hard stuff. No judgments. Well, some judgments. There's a few things you shouldn't be doing. But other than that, you shouldn't be drinking Diet Dr. Pepper, first of all. This is terrible for you. Are you kidding? It's like poison. Stuff's like poison, but you know what's not poison? The sound of the best show hitting your ears. It's the most healing thing you could ever dream of. So let's get to it. Here's the best show, my friends. Let's go! The phone number, 201-332-3484. Best show time. Show. And you know that it's the best show And 
everybody. Welcome back to the best show. My name's Tom. I'm the host of tonight's episode. Tom Sharpling here at your service. The phone number 201-332-3484. What's up, everybody? Kind of pulling it together here. I'm a little out of sorts. But we're doing uh we're doing what we do. We uh We just heard from Helium from their debut long player. No, no, from their second album. Not from their first album. What's wrong with me? Ugh. From Magic City. Leon Space Song. Reissued on Matador Records last year. Can't beat that with a stick, man. All the Helium Records reissued. They're all back in print. Saw helium. Saw helium last week. Now you're saying to yourself, Tom, how did you see helium last week? You're in New Jersey. They played. Uh, they're on a West Coast tour that they're they're currently uh, probably in the final stages of right now. Well, it's simple. I saw them on the West Coast. Lipstick City, baby, Los Angeles. I was there. They were there. I was there. I was there for work, happened to cross paths with my friends, my friend Mary Timoney, that's right, my friend, sorry, yeah, must be nice, yeah, it is, super cool, it's guitar god, first of all, not guitar goddess, no, she's, I'm not gonna, she's god slash goddess, it don't matter, you know, put nobody else against that she put whatever category she'll crush anybody I go see this thing right and they're playing these songs like this prog rock what they're doing they're laying it out prog rock Robert Fripp would be like it was like it was like if he got out of his chair that's what it was like like watching uh, uh, the, 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 all the all the like they were doing that stuff but with like a like a uh, starting off as like a rock group yeah it's heavy duty man I'm telling you I'm messing around what do you think this is a joke you think they're down there to do a comedy routine you think they're on stage you think this flight to Concords they're on stage doing comedy you think it's a Weird Al concert no He's not the Tenacious D. It's not Mark Russell. What do you think? I'm up there watching the Capitol Steps? Comedy thing? No. Because it's it's uh, Mary and then uh, the other uh, guitar player, Nicole, and they're just like locked in. They're going out there. They're going into outer space with this thing. Then two songs later, they're jamming on this thing. You'd think it was uh, Leonard Skinner up there. It's like Southern Rock all of a sudden. 
By the way, and, uh, we are, uh, yeah. Pat, um, please don't order that food anymore. That's all. That's all. Just respectfully. With respect. Because the food is gone. But the smell lives on. Okay, and I'm not... Well, if you're still eating it, I'm not going to talk about what what it's evoking. That's not fair. That's not fair. But let me just say to you... Yeah, this helium thing. Man, that's heavy duty. I'm messing around. Showing everybody how it's done. So that was nice. I was in Los Angeles. Got to see that. Got to see them and... uh yeah, we'll play more from them maybe later tonight or more from someone else. We got our pick of what we want to do here. Oh, the phone number 201-332-3484. We, uh, tonight we have Pat and we have Dudio and Mike is not here. Mike is dealing with, with, um, you know, personal stuff, real life stuff and just, uh, he's very much missed and, you know, now I love him, so I hope he's okay. I always think of you, Mike. Later in the show, Andrew Sandoval, our friend of the show, uh, guy does the show on. Uh, does he do a show on WFMU? Pat, did he or does he? He does. Playing great music from the from the sixties. Come to the sunshine. We've he's been on the show before. And he's going to come on tonight to talk about uh, some monkeys news because uh, he is the uh, the producer of their tours. So we'll get some, hopefully, some exclusive uh, exclusive lowdown on what's what. Uh, Off to the phones, best show. Hi. Hey, Tom. How's it going? It's going all right. To whom am I speaking? I'm Daniel in Northern Virginia. Daniel in Northern Virginia. What's up? Hey, uh, well, I was uh, hoping to get a suggestion from Studio you. Studio, I'm uh, kind of an aspiring radio personality myself. Northern Virginia, kind of, okay. Well, you yeah, really, yeah, yeah. Strike one. You're not listening to the show. You're calling. You're talking over me. I'm sorry about that. Let's have a conversation, my friend. What's your okay. name again? Daniel from Northern Daniel. Virginia. Daniel from Northern Virginia. And as I was saying, that's Dudio country. Oh North, yeah, Northern where is he from out here? He's uh, actually he's saying it's Southwest Virginia, so it's not Dudio country. Okay. He hates North. He hates North Virginia and the people in it. Yeah, do I agree? I'm I'm actually a new resident out here, oh, and uh, it's it's rough. All right. So do you, you're you're on Dudio's side then. Dudio. Dudio hates your your kind. Um. <laughs> so Daniel, what kind of radio are you looking to do? What what, what what's this all about? What do you want to do? A podcast? Well, I gotta want... say, I'm, okay. I'm pretty new to listening to the best show. Probably only been listening for uh, a couple months now, mm-hmm. and I feel like I've kind of been uh, accidentally ripping you off a little bit yeah. uh, with what you've done. You know, I used one, to do a show in college. You know, one thing you're not listening to is me what? when I talk. I'm you so certainly sorry. just jump all over me. It's bad I'm radio, sorry. my friend. Bad radio. Come on, Daniel. I agree. Don't be afraid to add a little pause in. Don't we'll be afraid do. to add a little pause in. Yeah. What, 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 do you, what, do you got to be somewhere? No, I, I, I'm, I guess I'm just a little nervous. 
You ever go to a restaurant and they start clearing the plates a little too fast? Absolutely. And it's not fun, right? You're you're be like, oh, no, I'm still I'm still working on that. Yeah. What do you, what do you got? Are you trying to fill up the dishwasher? You got to load. You're one dish away from a full load. You got to you got to close it out there. No, that's what you're doing. That you're doing the you're doing the conversational equivalent of that. I agree. You're taking the I'm dishes sorry, away. Too. So so write this down. Okay. Don't take the dishes away too quickly. All right. Got it written down. All right. Got a word document open here. So what? What do you want to do? So you want to, you've been doing a radio show already, and you're stealing from this show. Yeah. So accidentally, write the. Well, it's not accidental. If you're saying it out loud, it's clearly not accidental. It's okay. I'm not putting. I'm not judging you. Look, it's like pizza. You want to now? You you steal from the rest. Now you steal from the best. Join the club. I I can't throw a rock without hearing a. Uh, a podcast that that's uh, that's uh, b- b- taken elements of the show, and that's okay because I because <laughs> I took elements of other people when it's a, it's the continuum. That's what we're on the continuum. So, right, what elements are you taking from this show? Well, um, I used to do a show in college, and I used to do open it up to the phone lines, let the people call in, yeah, you know, okay. um, do some some silly little bits and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, so I do like silly that. bits here. So these are silly bits. So you're just taking, you're just copying the silly bits we do. I'm saying that my bits were silly, but you oh, know, obviously okay. yours are at a superior level. So what, what's the goal? What's the, what's the goal, my friend? What are we looking uh, well, to get? What's the point of this call? Guy, I was me. hoping to get help uh, me help a musical you. recommend. Sorry. Help me help you. What do you want? What do you okay. want? You want to get a musical I, recommendation? Roxy Music. Yeah, I'm kind of in a, in a rut. I, there you go. Roxy Music. Best show. Hello, okay. best show. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Oh, it's going well. To whom am I speaking? Um, This is Ben Seats from Knoxville, Tennessee. Who? Ben Seats. What? Ben Sheets. Ben Seats. Ben Seats? Like, like you sit on, yeah. Okay, welcome, Ben Seats. To what do I yeah. owe the pleasure of your calling tonight? Um, I was wondering if you saw the Twitter thing of the kid who was going into surgery today, and he said best show before he went into surgery. I did not. He said well, best show before he went into surgery? Yeah, yeah, my dad was, like, taking a video, and, uh... He posted it on Twitter, and you guys retweeted it, saying, "I hope your surgery goes well." All right. Well, let me see this now, because I didn't say that, and not that I'm wishing this kid's surgery doesn't go well. I just didn't <laughs> see this yet. Let's see. Um, where is this? Kid? What's this kid's name? Let's see here. We are okay. Well, let's see. Here's the kid right there. He's got a laptop open. Funeral clown. Is that the kid? Uh, yeah, that's my dad's um, Twitter. Wait, that's you? Yes. You that... had surgery today? Yes, I did, sir. And you're calling? Yes. Well, first of all, it's great to see from this one picture that you're following doctor's orders and, and loading up on uh, Lay's potato chips. Uh <laughs> Right out of right, your post-op oh, routine. That, 
That was a while back, I okay. think. I think you took that picture because I had the sticker. Yeah, because I'm looking. This, this picture looks like you got, you got a cast on your leg or something. Yes. Is that what you had? Sir, what did, what surgery did you? What's what's your name, young man? Ben Seats. That's right, Ben. Let me write this down. Ben okay. Seats. First of all, I'm sorry if I was uh, aggressive to you. I didn't realize you were. Oh uh, no, sir. I'm just sir. happy to be on the show. All right, I'm glad. Look, I'm glad you're with me, buddy. I'm glad you're with me. Yeah. So yeah. what happened? What's uh, you had surgery today? Yes, I had um, foot surgery. Uh, a lot of things happened. Complicated words. I don't remember. Um, but it, it's kind of, I've had it since birth. It's on both of my feet and it's just kind of deformity in the muscles and bones where it, over time, putting pressure on it has caused it to mm. be harmful to me. Okay. And it's just, it was just, you know, it's just painful to walk. So, so we came to some corrective you know, surgery today, corrective, like kind of trying to. It's trying yes. to, is it is it going to be one of many surgeries or is this a, is this um, the big one? We're, we got the left foot done today. Okay. okay. And we're doing the right foot after I fully recover from this one. Okay. Which will take about three months, and then we'll wait a little bit before we do the right one. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling, champ? Um, I'm feeling pretty great right now. It's not hurting a lot. Okay. Um. Yeah, but I think I think calling onto the best shows kind of making my day a whole lot that's better. What, that's what a lot of people say. It's very healing, the show. Yes. And I've yes. heard that a lot of a lot of uh, anesthesiologists are considering pumping the best show <laughs> into your ears instead of instead of actual anesthesia before surgery. You know, I think that would work because sometimes I listen to the best show when I go to sleep, and it helps. Well, that's not nice. that it's boring. No, don't worry. I'm not that. Look, I'm not judging you by the same standard I judge these other animals by. Don't oh, worry. yeah. You're off the hook, Daniel. You're off the hook. You got surgery. Yeah. Yeah, I'm cutting you. A, I'm cutting you a wide berth tonight. Sweet. So what? How long are you laid up for, kid? I'm gonna call you kid. Uh, I've been here basically all day. Okay. We came back from the hospital. I'm just on my couch. My dad and my mom listening to Best Show. Mm-hmm. We were like, "Hey, let's call in." They retweeted this today, and sure enough. Put me on hold, and I get to talk to Tom. Yeah, here you are talking to Tom. Yeah. So wh- to Tom. Wh- when are you back up on your feet? How long? It's going to be a long time. I can walk on crutches right now just to mm-hmm. get from place to place because only okay. one of my feet yeah. is injured. But it's, um, it's. I think it's going to be a while till I'm actually on my feet. We have to do physical therapy and whatnot. Sure. I can't. Looking forward to that. What if you see a murderer out of the window? What's going to happen then, though? Think about that. You're sitting all alone. Your dad, fu- alone. funeral clown, is out running errands, right? <laughs> yeah. What's that about, funeral clown? I don't know. That's just my dad. He's a yeah. funny guy. Yeah. He really likes your show, too. Well, he's he's who got me into it. Well, that's nice. So I'll ease up on him. That guy be easing up on everybody today. Oh, it's okay. He, he'd love to be made. Clown. I got to tiptoe. Now I got to tiptoe around funeral clown. Make sure I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't uh, upset him. But picture <laughs> this: funeral clown's out and about. He's running errands. Yes. You're sitting in. The, you're sitting just staring out the window, right? Yes. And then you look out. You look. You look across at your neighbor's window, like you're like you're want to do, right? Mm-hmm. And then you see your neighbor. He's playing like. Uh, 
He's got like his 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 uh, his uh, switch hooked up to his flat screen, right? Yes. So he's playing Splatoon, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. And then you see a guy come in. Your neighbor doesn't see him. There's a creep coming through, right behind him. Yeah. He starts strangling him. You're screaming, "No, no, look out!" Right? Well, my I mean, depends which neighbor. But then suddenly the creep sees you. See him. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. He looks at you. And then he does that thing that Robert De Niro does that's kind of run into the ground, the point at your eyes, point at the other person, point back, you know that thing? He does <laughs> yeah, that thing. Yeah. It's that very tired device for saying, I'm watching you, right? Like, like I'm next. Yeah, you're next. Then the okay. power goes out, right? Mm-hmm. Then the power goes out. Then suddenly, Funeral Clown comes home. Yes. With a bag full of, what, what's he going to have a bag full? Clearly a bag full of Lay's potato chips. That's what he's feeding yeah, his child post-opera. Opera. That's, that's the post-op diet he's provided mm-hmm. for his child is a yes. pile of potato <laughs> chips. That's basically and, all I get. And what, what I, I think it looks like, what else are you, are you drinking maple syrup in that picture? Uh, I'm drinking um, Gatorade right now. Yeah, it look, okay, it's Gatorade. It's a rare treat. I thought it was like a jar of maple syrup and... And potato chips. Um, I mean, if I'm lucky enough to get maple syrup, that's for you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I don't like that laugh. That sounds uh, funeral clown. Yeah, that, uh, that's funeral clown. He's, he's hooping it. He's, uh, he's uh, whooping it up a little bit too much back there. Yeah, tell him to click it. A, tell, tell him, hey, say, say to him, "Hey, funeral clown, click it down a notch." Hey, funeral clown, click it down a notch. That's what Tom said. He says he'll take it down. All right. Well, look, my friend, I'm glad you're okay. Keep me in the loop for what's going on with you, and uh, call and let me know how you're doing. Indeed. Thank you so much. Shoot me an email. Shoot me an email. Shoot you an email? Yeah, do that. Okay. Mike, feel better. Best show, hi. Oh, hi. Sorry. That's all right. Hi. Hi. This is uh, Mary from Lansdale, PA. Mary? From Lansdale, PA. What's up, Mary? Well, um, I have a brief story um, that actually has to do kind of with the best show. All right. Am I um, going li- to like this story? Or am I going to be sad when I hear this story? Um, I think of it as bittersweet. Bittersweet. Maybe. So now I'm ready to have my feelings hurt. No. Not, not in the back. Don't worry. I'm not putting any, like, if my feelings get hurt, so be it. 
I step up. I get in the. I get in the. You know what I do? I get in the dunk tank here on Tuesdays. Once in a while, someone's gonna throw the the baseball. It's gonna knock me in the in the water. It's I'm, not like that at all. <laughs> well, Mary, you go ahead. I'm 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 champing at the bit to hear this story. Well, long story short, um, apparently some water seeped into my basement. And I'm first of all, I want to say first of all. You've you you verified that you are indeed from Lansdale, PA, because some because yes. you said some water mm. <laughs> into your basement. <laughs> yeah, so I'm clear. Don't worry. I I don't. I'm not. I don't. And now I'm not concerned that you're trying to trick me, calling from somewhere that's not Lansdale, PA. You're like, let me tell the story. First of all, some water uh, seeped into my basement. So within <laughs> four words. You, yeah. <laughs> like, you could not have verified your, your location any more than you just did. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, no. Don't worry. I get, I get these people get on me about, they say, you got the New Jersey accent. I'm like, what? And then I guess I do. But it's not, it's not like I'm walking around going, hey, yo, like, like I'm not talking right. like that. But it's like, exactly. and we've talked about this before. Rocky talks like he's from New York, not Philly. Yeah, right? that's always bothered me. Yeah, because he should just be like, he should be down there going like, uh, I just want a chance. Like, he used to sound like Philly Boy Roy saying the stuff, not just like, ooh, you. She'd be like, yo, Adrian. Like, he used to sound like Philly Boy Roy. Not like, ooh, right. you, Adrian. Exactly. I Like, I love... The, the Rocky movies. I absolutely love them. But, like, his accent, I'm just, oh. That rank rank really... the Rocky movies if you can. One through five plus. No, one through six. There's six. Yeah. There's, there's well, five. There's one through five plus Rocky Balboa plus Creed. Right. Okay. I'll rank for mine. Me... I'm going to write mine down also. You go with yours. Okay. Uh, for me, it goes Rocky, Creed, yes. Rocky yes. two. Yeah. Rocky Balboa, Rocky Three, Rocky Four, Rocky Five. Well, I gotta say, Mary, you and I are almost on the same exact page with this. I might have put three ahead of two. I might have put three ahead of Balboa. But other than that, yeah. But other than that, mm. you're right on the money. First of all, who's texting you? With what is that? Was that? Oh uh, yeah. Is that an email? Yeah, I'm sorry. I think like my Twitter. Uh, is blowing up. Sorry these, about these, that. They, they can't wait to they can't wait to drop you a line until you're off the off the call. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know what? It means they like you. There's worse things. Well, that's true. Well, oh, and that's actually kind of part of why. Okay, um, let's go back to, to this, my call. So, so, so you go down. Some water seeped into your basement. Yeah, and it ended up seeping into a stereo cabinet. Oh no! Um, that was made of press board. <laughs> Uh, and ruined a bunch of my records. Oh no! What record got ruined? Oh God! Some of our like the thing is, this is like where we kept our favorite records because we have we inherited a pool table. Mm-hmm. So we would go into the basement and we shoot pool, pool and listen table. to records. I just this was not one of those scenarios where you're sitting in the in the uh, the uh, lawyer's office and they're just saying, "Okay, here's <laughs> got everything." It's like uh, the 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 my my fi- my my 
money totaling $18.5 million goes to Keith. And I am yeah. bequeathing the pool table to Mary. <laughs> not quite. Not okay. quite, thankfully. All right. No. So, so you have a pool table. Yeah. It was it was uh, my husband's aunt's. And okay. it was one of those, you know. Well, anyway. Um, so the water seeps in. The water seeps in, and it got into, like, we didn't realize there would be, like, a crack under where the stereo cabinet was. Mm-hmm. So the water seeped into the cabinet. And I mean, it just soaked it up like a sponge up into the record. So, what's the worst? What's the what's your favorite record that got ruined? Oh, oh my God! Enough because I've been going on about this. Um, I had an like a nineteen seventy what two pressing of Ziggy Stardust that I bought for a dollar at a farmer's market. Yeah, and I I bought it when I was fifteen, and I played it all summer. I've played it so many times since, and like. For as many times as I've played this record, mm-hmm. it should be completely unlistenable, but mm-hmm. it still sounded great. Yeah. And now it's dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's... So it's all it's all stuff like that, you know. Well, um, it's a record you... Look, you, you'll find a nice copy of it at some point that'll take, take the place of that one. You had a good friend with that record. I know what that's like. Oh, yeah. Well, see, that's just it. So I complained about this on Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. And um, other, uh, like, people I've made friends with through listening to the best show and, you know, being stupid on Twitter, they all started, like, messaging me and, you know, saying, you know, basically giving me kind of a shoulder to cry on. And um, one friend uh, who goes on Twitter as Graham Friday said, go listen to the show when Tom's basement flooded from Hurricane Irene. Yeah. And, yeah, that was cathartic. Yeah, there went all my stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's the worst. No, it's nowhere near as bad as that. Nowhere no. near as bad as that. But look, I'm fine. It was just stuff. Look, it was my, like I said, it was my stuff, but it was just stuff. You get new st- I'll say this. You're in America. You're you're yep. You're on the right side of the economy, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're not somebody who's looking, looking for heat or food. No, I'm very lucky. You're okay. Yeah. There's no shortage of stuff. We'll, Abs- we get absolutely. more stuff on this side of the street. Like, yes. Stuff is not the problem for most people. <laughs> no, it's the memories. It of, is. No, and, know, and, and, and I'm also not minimizing it either. I'm also not min- It's like, yeah. You will get more stuff. It, it sucks, mm-hmm. but stuff, stuff comes back to your, uh, it comes knocking on your door before you know it. Absolutely. It's my favorite monkey song. When stuff comes knocking on your door. Remember that? No. That's... I actually don't know that one. I think I'm paraphrasing with that. So, Mary, let's talk about the big news down there in Philly. The grease poles. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. That was because I, I was at the parade, too. You were at the parade. How was that? Oh, yeah. Just a that, testament to all the best that Philadelphia has to offer. I liked when it sure was. <laughs> I liked for the week when people were just like, "There's a week where people were saying like, um, like when the people of Philly were feeling the, feeling their oats a little bit, and they're saying nobody gets made fun of more than the people. Of it's like, well, first of all, you <laughs> might you might you might want to check out a place called the South. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think they tend to take it on the chin a little harder than Philly in terms yeah. of things. But then when yeah, that one like... when that one lunatic went up there dressed like a mummer, right? <laughs> and he starts he some he, but he starts that chant F. The, it's like, yeah, there we go. There it goes there goes the high ground right there. Well, he's seeding he's the high is, ground. My mother loved it. No, no, look, it was great, but it's also like. Oh, you yeah. kind of are seeding the high ground here, in ter- the oh. moral high ground in terms of how Philly gets misunderstood. Uh, yes. Like, oh, yeah, there's no defense here. Oh, there's no. no defense here. Yeah. It's, a, it's indefensible. With that. But if you want to, if you want to try to make like Philly's getting some bum rap in terms of people mis mis uh, uh, identifying people from Philly, it's like, look, and I love Philly. I love it. I go to see yeah. a show. A band's playing in New York, and they're playing Philly. I go to Philly. I don't want to go to New York. Yeah, I have to see them there. I try. I'd say so. Virtually equidistant for me. Mm-hmm. So I go to Philly. Park at six dollars. Yeah. Six dollars to park, or you get street parking. Yeah, you can actually do that down here. Yeah, you can hang out, and it doesn't. It's not a giant thing. Exactly. Yeah. It's a relaxed city. It is a relaxed city. I just hope that Philly... Imagine this. Say the Eagles win the Super Bowl again. Oh, Oh, no. Just imagine the ad, the tood that's going to start to show up. Be like, yeah, we're the greatest down here. Yeah, like like when that swagger starts to... If the swagger becomes a little more, like, permanent... Oh, that's going to be the worst to just see like Philly. Yeah, it's, it's kind of oh, where no. it's kind of where the champions live. Oh, I won't. Oh, uh, this to is gonna. That. No, this is not going to be good. <laughs> just imagine this next Mummers parade. Oh, what that's going to be like. Oh, that's going to be a nightmare. And just imagine, you know, what the next thing that happens is people jumping on the bandwagon. That happens next. People who you never saw in your whole life identifying as as being lovers of Philly are suddenly going to be showing up. Well, well that's like, like when I love Philly. All the stuff there, like the they... cheesesteaks and the pretzels. No, I love it. <laughs> oh no! But that's like when like they showed uh, the Empire State Building lit up in green when they won. I'm just thinking that doesn't seem right. No, that made me nauseous when I saw that. Yeah, like, who cares? That, should've, that shouldn't be. <laughs> they should have. The Empire State Building. Whoever's running that should have done a giant middle finger facing Philadelphia, saying like, <laughs> saying like, "Game on." <laughs> we'll get you next time. You ever notice they also because that one dude lost the, the the that guy Tom Brady, right? He's in the Super. He's oh. the Mister Perfect, right? And listen to the disgust in your voice when I say Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> but he's only lost, like, he only loses to, like, mutants. Like, that guy Nick hey, Foles. We're, we're proud mutants. I mean, that guy Nick Foles, this is, this guy, it looks like, it looks like he's, uh, uh he, this is, this is not, he's not going to be mistaken for a male model the way Tom Brady is. No, he, he looks like he should be working for NPR, actually. Yeah, hosing down uh, Leonard Lopate's uh, <laughs> windowless oh, van. Oh, oh no! 
So, um, but then you got the other guy who beat him is Eli Manning, who's like this, this, he's like the guy for the Giants. This guy looks like he shouldn't even be allowed to see a football game, <laughs> let alone. Like, it looks like he'd be in the stands at a Giants game and would get yeah. shoved around and, like, pick, <laughs> picked on by, like, f- people in the stands. But he's on the field. He beat, he sat this dude down twice. Then that other guy, Nick Foles, sat him down. He only loses to guys like that. Yeah. It's kind of great. But just imagine, yeah, yeah, it is great. Imagine how he's haunted by that. These nerds are beating him, right? He's losing to nerds. <laughs> That's like the best thing, though, you know? He, oh, no, he can't yeah. hit, but you know must keep him up at night. He's like, yeah. Well, how am I losing to these nerds? These nerds keep beating me. I, yeah. play, I play a cool guy. Cool guy, beat the cool guy every time. These nerds. Mm-hmm. Nerds. <laughs> it is very it's a Hollywood movie. It is a Hollywood movie. Well, Mary, let me say to you thank you for calling and I'll say something that will make you feel at home. How's that? Does that make you feel? <laughs> Thanks. Good night. <laughs> All right. Have a great night. You too. Night. Nice, nice uh Nice caller from Mary. So, yeah. I was in Hollywood. Not Hollywood. I was in Los Angeles. Hollywood. Walk of Fame, baby. Right? Check out all those stars. I love those names. Looking at just love looking at them. Ed Asner. There's, oh, there's Ed Asner. Oh, who else is there? Oh, well, Ed McMahon. Wow, Hollywood is the best, right? Bring my tracing paper and kind of scribble it out there. Bring home little, little, little tracing scrap, whatever you call that, of all of my the stars I like. So, um, yeah, I was out there working. I had a job. I was working. Well, first of all. Speaking of the Super Bowl, I'm watching the Super Bowl. And then just like the next day, I don't feel so hot, right? It's like, oh, brother, what's going on? Yeah, the flu rolling through. Flu fever, catch it. I caught it. I have not been that sick in so long with the flu. I'm telling you, that laid me out hard, that thing. Knock me out. I was like, am I even going to make this trip? Because the goal was, look, we missed two best show up. I was not planning on that. I was not planning on A, missing the show because of the flu. And then B, I was not planning on, I was going to pre-record a show to have a new show go up uh, while I was on the trip. So I didn't get to do neither of those. Because of the flu. Then I go to L- look and I, and I go to LA. I didn't see a lot of people. It was a work trip. If you're from LA and I didn't get to see, I'm sorry. I was only saw a few people. It was work. There for work. And I was also not feeling great. 
I was recovering from the flu. So it's kind of laying around. Any chance I got, I just laid there. Like a bump on a log. What was I there for? I, I filmed a, uh, a commercial. I filmed a commercial. I did not act. I directed a commercial. What commercial? I can't say. Let's just say it has a basketball player in it, though. That's what I, I will say. Yeah, a basketball player in it. Legendary uh, player. Legendary player. Had a good conversation with the guy. Hit it off. Yeah. That's right. Top 75 player of all time. Yeah, I was talking to him. Yeah, we're, 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 we're. we're. Look, I'm not going to be hanging out with this guy anytime soon. It was a nice day. Nice day. He's a good guy. Got to record Hollywood Handbook when I was there, which came out today. So, check that out. Another good episode uh, with the with the dudes, Hayes and Sean. Then went. I saw Phantom Thread in the movie theater again, seventy millimeter, all by myself. No one was in the theater. It's like a private seventy millimeter screening. That's maybe my favorite movie. That's one of my favorite movies ever. That movie. Telling you, that's a great movie. You see that movie, Pat? Phantom Thread. You saw I Tanya instead. How was that? Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it. I call it I I Tanya, right? You see Phantom Thread, Dudia? Not yet. Got the screener. Just how, just how Paul Thomas Anderson wanted it to be seen, with the movie studio logo splashing across it every fifteen minutes, just the way he envisioned it, with a screener. Look now, I see this Andy Kindler. He's tweeting. He's saying, "Oh, there's that." Uh, oh, he's tweeting. Well, I said that on the show. That's what he's doing. I wish I, I wish I got to see the Andy Kindlers of Los Angeles when I was there. I, I was working. I had time to go out for work, record a podcast, shoot a commercial, walk from my uh, hotel, go see Mary Timoney live in concert, get back on the plane, go home, man. At Doug Weston's Troubadour. Who's this Doug Weston? What, what, he bought the troubadour and he had to slap his name in front? Is there a fake troubadour out there? This guy's worried. Doug Weston's troubadour. What kind of ego trip you on where you got to see? And this is coming from the guy whose show's called The Best Show. Talking about ego trips. Doug Weston's the troubadour. I'm going to ask Andrew Sandoval about that when he calls in. To talk about uh, the monkeys. He's got monkeys news to tell us. Um, so yeah, so I'm taking a, uh, 
I'm taking a car back to the airport, right? They, that's right. A car. They sent a car. I get in this thing. I'm so tired. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go home. And this, the, the driver, the old, uh, old timer, right? Old timer. He's flapping his lips, talking. And I'm just saying to myself, oh, please don't talk the whole way to the airport. But I'm talking to him. Nice enough guy. He's moaning about young people. Because we passed a store with a line around the block and it was like a skateboard store. Like they're selling a new deck. And the kids are all lined up waiting to get their skateboards. And then he just said, he started just saying about skateboards, how like the kids these days and skateboards. It's like, it was almost a parody of what an old timer would complain about skateboards. So I'm like, he's talking, but then all of a sudden this guy says, he said the magic words. He said the magic words. What were the magic words? I was Vin Diesel's personal driver for 13 years. Suddenly I was like, hey, he's up on the gas on that. We can get to the airport in due time. Let's hear, let's hear about that. Look, he didn't, he didn't exactly open the vaults. Did tell me Vin is a uh, little, little, little uh, short arms and long pockets. It's tightwad. Good old fashioned cheapskate. Didn't give him, uh, gave him a Christmas bonus one year. And, uh, out of 13. Also, Vin, uh, doesn't like to let the, uh, drivers use the, uh, restroom in his house. If they have to do, uh, a certain business, they can go in the bushes. More, uh, intensive, uh, 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 turlet activities, they gotta get in the car and drive down to the, to the hotel at the bottom of the hill. Won't let you in. Won't let you in. What's, uh, is Vin Diesel gonna take this fast and furious money with him? Can't throw this guy some money? This guy's driving every day. Then he starts telling me who else he drove. Bob Hope. He drove Bob Hope. Said he was a great man. Rod Stewart. He drove. Tony Bennett. Then he started telling me Tom Brady. He said he drove Tom Brady. Then he told me this one thing. And it's one of those ones. It's like a story that you start to hear. And you're just kind of like. I don't know if any of these guys' stories are true, because this one doesn't sound accurate. You know when somebody starts, like, laying the facts out on a thing, and then you're just like, yeah, I think I think I can poke holes in this story. Does that make all the other stories suspect? Because he starts telling me the story about how he goes to this, uh, he goes to this, uh, this, uh, recording, uh, he goes to pick someone up. He said the year was 1995. He's telling me, like, 
building this thing up. Unless you got the year wrong. He's like, I go to pick someone up, this uh, recording artist over at the old A&M studios. And I'm driving, like, this is when he started out driving, and he's, like, driving a car that was, uh, he said it wasn't a fancy car at that point. And uh, he, uh, He picks up this artist and it's like, it's like, they, they, they sent a smaller car cause it's like, yeah, she's nothing. That's what they said. And he said, she got up front and she rode in the car next to me in the passenger seat. And who did that turn out to be? Madonna. And I'm just saying to myself, eh, 1985, that's a little late for Madonna. Well, like a virgin was 84. I don't think anybody was saying, she's nothing. She already had like huge hit. Huge hits at that point. Lucky star. She's nothing. But look, I choose to believe the stories. So then we fly out on Saturday and then naturally we're about to land at uh, Newark Airport. And then the pilot's like... uh we are going to have to land the plane in Cleveland. What? The snow coming down. So we get stuck on the runway in Cleveland. I'm, I'm, I, I ended it. It took all night to get home. But we got home. Look. I got there. I'm home. I'll take it. That's how it goes sometimes. Don't, go, don't, don't break exactly how you want. So be it. But it was a good trip, good work, saw a few people, it was fun. I'm sorry if I didn't get to see you. I'll be back. Can't keep can't keep me away from Lipstick City. Best show, hi. Hello, hi. Hello. Yes, hi. Hi, who is this? This is who is this? It's Tom, who you called. Uh, okay, I wanted to make sure I I had the right person. What do you think? It's a trick? No, I don't think it's a trick. Well, it's me. Who's this? Okay, um, this is Shannon in the Bronx. Shannon in the Bronx. What's going on tonight, Shannon? Um, not much. I've been on hold for like almost 40 minutes. Well, now you're really on the nervous. show. Well, take it easy. You're talking to me. We're going to have a great conversation. What's going on? I don't know. I mean, I wanted to ask you a few questions. Um, after hearing you went to see Helium, was it? Uh-huh. Or Mary Timoney? It was solo? Mary Timoney plays. It was Mary Timoney plays Helium. Plays Helium. Yes. Okay. Do you have any other shows that you're looking forward to going to and or seeing? Hmm. In the near future. Off the top of my head, I'm, I'm not thinking of any specifically. Why? What should I be looking? Is there one you're looking forward to? There's not. I haven't been looking any up because I can't really afford to go to any right now. Who would you like but, to see? Who would you like to see? What's your what's the best show you ever saw, Shannon? Who would I like to see? God, I don't know. I mean, I've been looking at the festival lineups for this year. Yeah. 
And I'm not wild about any of them, but I think I saw one in, it might have been in, like, Nashville or somewhere in Tennessee. Yeah. And they had a bunch of electronic acts. Personally, I think someone I would see right now, do you know Laurel Halo? Laurel Halo, no, I don't. You don't? I suggest you listen to her. She's pretty good. What does Laurel Halo sound like? She does kind of techno, experimental, ambient stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're into that. I know you're into like prog rock. I like also. Did you like that Kelly? Did you like the Kelly Lee Owens record from last year? I did. Yeah. I I wasn't like thrilled by it, but it was good. Well, I liked it. I might have probably liked it more than you did, but maybe this okay. Laurel Halo record will wipe it from my memory. Yeah, listen to uh, Dust, I think, is her most recent. I'm going to listen to all of it. Listen to all of it, I'm telling you. All right. What else is going on, Um Shannon? Okay, I also had another question for you. Yules. <laughs> uh, have you ever been to Scotland, in particular Edinburgh? No, I haven't. You haven't? No. Should I? That kind of my question. You mean to do, what, am I supposed to do, like, a festival there or something? No, I don't know. I think they have a comedy festival there. That's not what I was asking, though. I will be there next month. Okay. And I was going to ask for suggestions on where to go, but you oh, never know. I don't know. So. I don't know. Go check out the, uh, the, the gift shop at the airport. How's that? No, I don't like that suggestion. Go check out their McDonald's. That's a Scottish restaurant. No, I don't think so. I think you're messing with me. McDonald's? McDonald's. Yes. Check it out. It's fine Scottish cuisine. I don't... I don't know. I... I what are you like, going? What are you going there for? Just for a vacation, or are you going? Is, is no, there, I'm there for work for, for a week. Work. So well, you must have what? a your job flying you to Scotland. What kind of work is it? It's top secret. I can't disclose. Okay, well, you don't have to be super specific with it. What? 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 What field is it? What field? <laughs> Yeah, is it is, um, it, is it, is it, public uh, relations? Public yeah? relations? Um, well. Is it with a famous person? No, uh, no, it's like, it's like branding, like advertising. Oh, I, guess, I okay. Sure. I gotcha, that's, but, that's no, fun I'm not though. thrilled about my job. How long you will you be, be there? How long will you be there? A week. Okay. That'll be fun, right? It'll be fun. When I'm not working, it'll be fun. The goal is to make it fun when you are working. I know. I can't seem to figure that one out quite yet. Yeah, you know what you need to do is you got to start drinking early in the day. That'll do it. No. I was just thinking about going to a meeting Um. To, in order to not do that. Uh-huh. To not drink. Uh, in order to not do any substance. Yeah, well, that's probably going to... I would say you should do that rather than my the advice I just gave. 
if you're thinking of going to a meeting to not do anything, do that instead of showing up to work drunk, which was my suggestion. I think you're more... Have you done that? Have I Did showed up to work drunk? Face? No, I wouldn't do that. It was a joke. But you told me that. It's a comedy thing. All right, relax. I am relaxed, Shannon. All right. I, I'm as cool okay, I'm not, as one I'm of I'm not going to start day drinking. I'm as cool as one of those my pillows. I don't think I've ever had one of those. Do you know the pillows I'm talking about? No. There's that guy who makes pillows and he sells them on TV. When was this? It's right now, but you probably cut the cord. You don't know this stuff. How do you... I cut the cord because I'm like a young person. Because, no, because I'm not a young person is why I'm saying it. I didn't cut the cord. Do you still watch commercials? Yeah, why not? I learn new things. Like like my pillow. My pillow? Yes, my pillow. You have one of those. I don't. I'm hoping Santa will bring me one. This is on your wish list? It is. It's on my Christmas list. I'm trying to be as good as I can, and I'm hoping Santa will bring me a my pillow. I'd say good luck with that. I mean. Well, your lips to Santa's ears. <laughs> this is crazy. I can't believe it. Well, Shannon, when is this trip? Uh, I think I leave on the 20th of March. Okay. So you've got some time. Any advice at all for traveling? I don't, I don't fly too often. Okay, well, do you need any sort of special meal? No. Okay. Because if you do, you want to put that request in early. I don't. Like, you mean vegetarian or something? Yes. Something like that. I don't have a preference. All right. So I, then, I mean, then you take what they give you. That's fine. If you're cool with that, then that'll work. Where, where are you sitting? Do you have an aisle seat? Uh, I haven't looked at the map. Well, this is kind of, these are the kind of things you want to start nailing down early while no one else has done it. Get the seat Maybe you I want. Maybe I could change it. Yeah, get the seat you want, Shannon. I need an aisle seat. I, right. I the windows. I know everyone likes the window seat, but it's too. You feel too cramped. Ah, window seats suck. You don't want that. All right. I mean, sometimes the view's nice, but eh, what are you gonna look at a cloud? <laughs> it can be kind of relaxing. I don't know. Well, Shannon, you sit. If you want a window seat. Lock it down now. You want an aisle seat. Lock it down now. You have the luxury. You got a month to go. True. Well, this is decent advice. All right. I suppose. I mean, no, I'm not I'm one try- to judge. I'm trying. I'm, All I can say, I am, I am a humble servant here to give you travel advice. Fantastic. All right. You have a great night. All right. Thanks. Bye. Okay. 
Let's go to the hotline. I'm being told to go to the hotline. We have a very powerful person on the hotline right now. Um, is this Andrew on the hotline? This is Andrew Sandoval calling you, Tom Sharpling. It's Andrew Sandoval on the hotline. The a, a, a legit. This is like a legit mover and shaker in the music biz. There's frauds that come along. Flash <laughs> flashes in the pan. But the, the ones who just stay and they keep getting it done, this is one of those people who just do, do who die. He's not going anywhere. I just won't go away. That's no, my thing. It's like a bad penny. You can't get rid of this guy <laughs> no matter what you do. Been left on the street, on the sidewalks, waiting to be picked up one more time. Fold, you close your record label, you go out of business. No, he's still there. The industry's falling apart. There's only one thing standing, the Capitol building and Andrew Sandoval. Damn straight. So, Andrew, people know you. You've you, We've talked over the years. You are a producer and, an, and, a, and a, a, a guy who, you're an author, and you do, uh, you've put box sets together. You were responsible for one of my all-time favorite packages which was the uh the la nuggets right is that correct that's correct where the action is los angeles nuggets 1965 to 1968 all-time classic uh collection if you ever want to take a crash course in in la 60s rock you can there's one record you can get and that'll catch you up on all of it you also, though, are known for your love of the Bee Gees. You wrote a book where you went day by day through the Bee Gees uh, through like a 10-year period. In, in excruciating detail, yes. Yes. So if you were wondering what Barry Gibb was doing on August 17th, 1969, Andrew can tell you. Well, I'd have to look it up in my book, but yes, theoretically, oh, no. I could tell you. Look, I would be terrified if you said it off the top of your head. That would that would be <laughs> troubling, and there would there'd be a larger issue here that we need to talk about. Or we should just go to a casino, then, and you could count yeah. cards. There you go. There you go. Well, but not much of a of a gambler. No. Other than coming on your show. Well, that's that's nice. It is a little bit of a gamble. You're sliding all the chips in the middle. And and these chips today, these chips have two faces on them. One is the face of Michael Nesmith, and the other chip is the face of George Michael Dolans. Because this guy puts tours together. He's a tour manager. He puts these monkeys tours together and all these things with these monkeys, guys. And he's got a new one coming. Right? The Monkees present Mike Nesbeth and Mickey Dolans on tour in June for 16 fabulous dates across the United States, plus two shows in Canada, which promise to be Michael Nesbeth's first concerts as a monkey since 1969. Just imagine this. So hold on. Mike Nesmith, Mickey Dolans, together, touring all over. And you're running the show. 
you're making sure they, 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 they it's the, what they, they, you, you keep it honest is what I like. You keep it honest. You know what people want to see and you know how, what these guys want to do and you manage to meld all of them together into something that makes everybody happy. Well, mostly the audience, but you know, occasionally the guys like it too. <laughs> yes, you're less concerned about them. Well, you know, I'm concerned about everybody. I, I mean, I, I kind of feel like they're really cool, and they sometimes don't even know how cool they are. But if they did a few different things, then, then uh, you know, they would get this great audience feedback, and and they have. Yeah. So it's like, look, I don't want to go to this thing. No offense, I don't want to go to this thing and then see Mickey Dolan singing some song about Reddit. Or whatever. You know what I mean? Like updating the lyrics to be about Reddit or Groupons. I don't want to see that. You, you're the More guy who says... You would be, you'd be wanting to talk about the moon landing, but yes. Yeah. I see your point. You're the guy who says, Mickey, let's not change the lyrics. Let's not change the lyrics of, of going down to be about Reddit. No. No. He would, you know, or to do my pillow time. Instead of pillow time. Yes, exactly. Let's not sing about the guy selling my pillow. You know what I'm talking about with that, right? My pillow. You ever see that I maniac? Do. I do. He's a very selfish man. He he thinks they're all his pillows. That's the problem with that commercial. That's what yeah. I find, you know, somewhat insidious. Yeah. He starts pointing out every pillow that's on camera, yeah. and they're all his pillow. Hey, but he's also I mean, he, he goes and shows you what's wrong. There's like yeah, lay in the bed. He's a down pillow. Yeah, there's a problem with this is your head goes too far. Like, he's like, it's like, all right, it's a pill. Like, Swedish memory phone. I remember, I remember how bad it was sleeping on this. He's so mad at it. And this is the thing. Yeah. I went to Bed Bath & Beyond a few weeks ago, and they had, like, my pillow laid out there to check out. And first of all, the thing is $50. They don't tell you that. $50 for the pillow. I go and I, I start feeling this thing and there's some old guy across from me feeling a Mr. Uh, a Mr. My Pillow and he's touching yeah. and the guy says to me, yeah, I don't see what the big deal is. And I said to him, yeah, I don't get it either. It just felt like a pillow. Well, I slept on one. It was very, very uh, gracious of my guest, uh, of, of the uh, person I was a guest of to leave it there on the bed in their guest room and I slept on my pillow one night and um no. i did not feel inclined to purchase one i'm See? sad to say well, that's... so what you're saying is and this is not a slam on the my pillow guy if you're faced with making a decision whether it's tickets to go see mike nesmith and mickey dolan's live in concert this june or to get a my pillow you're telling people mickey and mike is the way to go yeah, I mean, you know, what we've seen is that things like My Pillow or, you know, Billy the Big Mouth Bass, the one that's saying, you know, don't worry, be happy. These things come and go. But Mike and Mickey are perennials yeah. and you kind of need to need to take advantage of it while you can, you know? Exactly. They had a fantastic record out 2 years ago, Good Times, with new music that was pretty pretty great. Yes, that song. That? The 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 song Ben Gibbard wrote for them is one of the best things those guys have ever done. I really feel that hearing their voices sync up on that thing is it was breathtaking. I agree. It's a it's a fantastic track. That's me and Magdalena. So they're going to do that on on the show. And there's another track on that album, uh, 
Birth of an Accidental Hipster, which was written by Paul Weller and Noel Gallagher, and they're probably going to do that, too. But we can also, if we go, if I'm a Monkees fan, I go to this thing, I can, I, I know I'm going to hear some Monkees songs, right? You're going to hear some Monkees songs and also a lot of Michael Mesmer, because, you know, he wrote so many songs, and he just did a First National Band run of dates here in California that I was, uh, part of and so he's just fresh off of that and those were incredible he played at doug weston's troubadour in fact and now they, they, thank you for bringing that up i appreciate that this is the earmark of a quality guest andrew sandoval um who by the way does a show on wfmu right you still is that still that's correct going concern to the sunshine come to the sunshine every every monday from 3 to 5 p.m on wfmu's rock and soul Ichibot. yes the stream Run by uh, my friend Debbie D. Debbie D. Debbie Daudry. Very great person and great WFMU DJ. And you're there over there, and, and it's a great place. And I wish you guys nothing but the best. I am no longer at WFMU. I'm not sure if you're aware of that. I am aware of that. But um, until you invite me to be on your streaming station, you know, come to the sunshine just lies sort of in limbo oh, waiting, no. waiting to, you, for you're, the time. you're where you should be. WFMU is exactly where your show should be. Um, is that good or bad? That's good. This is, a, this is, a, this is just a small island here, Andrew. This is not, the WFMU is a country, a mighty country. I'm here on a small island. It's me and Dudio and Pat and Mike. All staring at each other, all looking at each other like like hot dogs and hamburgers, like it's a desert island chasing each other around the single palm tree. Is that why you're obsessed with that Brian Wilson uh, Pleasure recorded island. album, Pleasure Island? Yeah, is that is that sort of the the genesis of that feeling that you feel, that you have now? No, I just wanted to know what Brian Wilson would do with a concept album called Pleasure Island. Is I can't, I just. There's something because he because he talked about it in an interview that he was working on a concept album called Pleasure Island, and I'm just like, then suddenly it faded away. I'm like, hey, what happened to Pleasure Island? This guy, this this guy was finally going to crack his head open in front of the world again. He hasn't done it in so long. Show everybody what's really going on in there. Not since uh, Beach Boys Love You. I thought we were heading for another one of those. That's another of my favorite albums. I, I've got a friend. You have to tell me. Honking, honking down the gosh darn highway. I want to pick you up. Uh, yeah. Solar System. Yeah. Johnny Rose Carson. Game Child. Let Us Go On This Way. You want me to name every song on the Johnny album? Carson. One of the all-time classics. Well, I'll tell you a, a Brian Wilson monkey story, a brief one, which is Please. I've got a friend who works for Brian Wilson, and he said, Hey, Brian. I'm going to see the monkeys tonight. You know, my friend Andrew got me some tickets. Do you want to go? And he said, no, but could you buy me a hot dog? <laughs> you know, because I mean, what do you think about when you think about a monkey show? You know, they have hot dogs there. So that is like, you. that that's like a joke. That's like, it's almost like a dirty joke. That was like one of those, like, if like William Burroughs cut and pasted a dirty joke book, it would end up as that. It, it wasn't a Mad Lib, uh, Tom. It wasn't a Mad Lib. But he was sincere in his perhaps wanting to get a hot dog and thinking that they would be available at the monkey show that my friend was attending. 
Brian Wilson was going to the monkey show, and he was not interested in hearing the music. He said, get me a hot dog. Okay. If anybody's playing Best Show Bingo, I'm sure that's one you can cross off. <laughs> well. <laughs> so, so anyway, so, look, the, the, the Pleasure Island, let's, I'm going to walk this back now, back to the monkeys. This tour, Mickey and Mike. No songs off of Pull It. No songs off Pull It. Anything off Just Us? I'm kind of doubting it. Is, is there going to be Mike solo stuff on this tour? So far, that has been discussed, and it looks like there will be some some early Mike solo stuff because a lot of that was recorded while he was still in the Monkey. So we started could, recording we a could, number of those songs. We could be looking at a, a nine times blue, perhaps. Perhaps that has been discussed. That has been discussed. Yes. Anything from the prison. Probably not. Although I'm quite partial, part, partial to the the uh, I'm, I'm part and parcel to the prison. Mm-hmm. I think it's a fantastic record. I think there's some great songs on it. Any chance we'll get any any Mickey uh, any of his uh, like well, they're not going to be doing skits on this though, right? They're just going to be playing a little more there's, straight. No, no shtick, no shtick on on the monkeys uh, tour upcoming that uh, I'm aware of. There's been discussion that there would be no shtick. All right. So, but if you want to submit some material, you know, I'm I the don't. guy to talk to. I don't. No. I'm not going to write skits for these two guys. I want them to just go up and play songs. That's like a dream come what? true. These two guys, the best two singers in the Monkees, and the, the best two songwriters in the Monkees, I even, I, could you dare say, even though Peter Tork wrote uh, amazing songs on Head. Uh, I'm still going to maybe put Mickey ahead with Randy Scouse Git. Well, the cool thing about this, um, we're sad that Peter isn't joining the show, but specifically because it's just Mike and Mickey doing this, Mickey's going to sing, I think, a few of the songs that Peter wrote that he sang on the original records that whenever we did them live, Peter sang them. So, uh, for instance, he could sing Can You Dig It like he did in the movie Head, yes. which Peter always sang live. So, you know, it gives a little little change up for uh, people who have seen the monkeys or or any varying combination of them over the years. You know what song I would like to hear? I think is one of the best songs they've ever done. The Girl I Knew Somewhere. The Girl I Knew Somewhere. Because they both sang it at different points. There's a recorded version of both of them singing. But then the harmonies on that, that's what that Ben Gibbard song brings to mind, is The Girl I Knew Somewhere. Well, that's kind of the blueprint for this tour, and that's why they want to do it so much together. They want to sing a lot of harmony. I mean, Mickey sings the high harmony on Papa Jean's Blues on the original record. You know, you, you hear them, like, on Sunny Girlfriend, Mickey sing the high harmony to, to Mike. So it, it's going to be a lot of that. And so, yeah, you will hear The Girl I Knew Somewhere, amongst other songs. And um, hopefully some Michael uh, Michael Monkey-era songs that he's never done live. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's kind of the exciting part of it as well. I'm fired up for this. It's this June. Mickey Dolan's Mike Nesmith. And for anybody who's just like saying to me now, like, yeah, didn't you have a thing with Mickey Dolan's? No, this is the guy who 
who introduced me to Mickey and then everything was right. Because, yeah, a long time ago, Mickey went, I went up to him at a thing and went, hey, how are you? He went, meh. And then <laughs> it was at a, at, it was at the U.S. Open. I was working for the USA Network at that point and they were airing that and it was at a tennis match. And then he was at the other side of the room talking to literally nobody standing there and i went over and just said hey i uh, just want to introduce myself i'm a huge fan of the monkeys head is one of my favorite movies of all time and he went Meh. and then turned away and then i was mad for about eight years and then you were like uh you were like yeah you should meet mickey he's a good guy and i did and i'm like yeah he is a good guy it felt right to make peace between the two of you i felt that 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 had to even though i enjoyed all the photoshop stuff that you your listeners mm-hmm. had created yeah and the mini mickey photoshop contest all that was quite humorous they i felt despite not wanting to see that end i want i wanted there to be peace yes. between the two of you and uh it's also uh yes i thank you i appreciate peace uh, peace in our time as neville chamberlain said uh and uh, any chance of uh, 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 if if they're not going to do the comedy, might I suggest? Do you know there's a young comic out there, a hungry young comic named Andy Kindler, and uh, what if he could open the dates with a quick fifteen to kind of get the crowd laughing and smiling, and then introduce Mickey and Mike? Any thoughts? That sounds that sounds great. I'm I'm a fan of Andy Kindler. Uh, or Andy Kindler type people, not necessarily Andy Kindler himself, but mm-hmm. you know the whole genre of Andy Kindler kind of sure. people. If he can take, if he can take that fifteen down to a tight five. Uh-huh. It's, it's a good possibility, Tom. Sure. But I, I want to let you know that the final date of this tour is going to be in Red, in Red Bank, New Jersey, and one of your heroes is supposedly sponsoring this specific date. Of the tour, Little Steven. Hmm. Okay. And what is the date of this Red Bank uh, tour? Uh. Yet. You know, I I I should have all these dates in front of me. I don't because I'm I'm just not where do thinking people, that commercially. But well, where do people get those dates? That's an important thing for them. They can know. they can get them at monkeys.com. Themonkeys.com. Themonkeys.com. Uh, and all over Facebook and Twitter and all the usual social media places that you can you can find them. The tickets are available now, but I just thought because you know little Stephen wasn't out with the Wascals that mm-hmm. you know. So you're saying that the show in Red Bank that night will be the coolest show going on at any point in anywhere. It's a very exciting. I'm here with. Mike Nesmith and Mickey Dolenz of the Monkees, and I'm going to see if I can get them to let me come up and jam on Good Lovin', a song which is from my favorite band, <laughs> The Rascals. Uh, maybe we could get Felix and uh, the rest of the Rascals up here. Maybe Leslie West can come up and jam, and we'll do Mississippi Queen. With, with Mickey Dolenz and Mike Nesmith here in Red See, Bank. That's why. That's where I come in. That's where the producer comes in and say, "Will Steven, you know it is good love, and they play it as Let's Dance On. That's their song that sounds like good love. Why don't we do? 
Yes. You know, you want to split the difference? Exactly. Put on your bandana. Come on up. There's got to be somebody with a Stratocaster around here that'll let you plug in. One of the best, one of the best shows I ever saw is little Steven organized this giant festival out on on the Randall's Island. I think it was Randall's Island, wherever it was. Was that where it was? I don't know. And uh, he had this rotating stage that it was just going to be each band was going to spin around on the thing and just like have it be like hullabaloo all over again. And within five minutes, this rotating stage broke. So no one that that didn't happen. And then the Stooges played it and then Iggy Pop immediately told everybody to get on stage. And this is not like a get on stage at like a theater where there's like if this is an outdoor festival thing. So suddenly there's. Hundreds of people who are drunk have been out in the sun all day storming the stage to get on stage. It was one of the best things uh, I've ever seen. And I'm just imagining little Steven backstage. I, I picture when he's tense, he chews on the edge of his uh, scarf. Like he like like he just chews, you know what I mean? Like he just has it in his mouth and just is always kind of just nibbling on it. I just kind of imagine that he's always probably saying Moody Suzuki. <laughs> that he's what? He's always saying Moody Suzuki. The Mooney Suzuki will be up later and uh, very exciting. We got coming up uh, uh, the Dirt Bombs and Mooney Suzuki will be on the stage. It'd be coolest. the coolest. So, Andrew Sandoval, this Monkeys tour is going to be great. Not Monkeys, Mickey and Mike. It's going to be so much fun. And this is a great thing you're pulling off. I tip my hat to you once again. What else is going on with you? What else can we look forward to? Any reissues or or collections you've been assembling? Sure. Um, I continue to work on the Kinks catalog. I think there's going to be some sort of anniversary edition of the Village Green Preservation Society this year, which is my personal favorite album of all time. So Mm. I'm looking forward to that. It's not all sort of settled out yet, but I'm hoping that that comes to fruition, and um, I, for the last several years, I've been working on the Van Morrison catalog for Sony, and uh, we just had a, a box set come out from Rhino Handmade of the more of the Monkeys album, three three CDs and you know, about 100 songs spread over those CDs with a bunch of outtakes and things like that. So, Now, what would you say to someone who says that Arthur is a better album than Village Green? What would you say to someone who says that Arthur is like, a, uh, is like Village Green but a rock record? Well, I would say it's Arthur is an excellent album, another favorite, but, you know, it's not Village Green Preservation Society. I mean, mm. just like something else isn't in Face to Face or King Controversy, which are all pretty stellar records, uh, you know, you can't really go wrong. I mean, why, wh- you know, why, wh- why limit yourself to one, really? Because there's a pyramid and there can only be one thing at the top of it. So is Arthur your favorite King album? It is, it is, it is. Yes. I love it. Look, I like Village Green a lot. It's not my favorite. I think I like What about that long jam on Australia? Do do you really, do you think that, like the four minutes that that takes up? That and and Shangri-La and all of it, yeah. Well, Shangri-La is is a genius track. I mean, that's unbelievable. But... Australia, you know I'm right. 
and you're going to... It's, it's gonna, a great album. In the but middle of the night, you're going to... Which you're is gonna, my favorite album. You're going to pitch these guys, hey, what if we switch to Arthur? <laughs> for the box set. No, that'll be next year. That'll be next year's 50th, 50th anniversary. Do an Arthur box set. That's what everybody really wants. No offense to the Village Green box. But I want an Arthur. You're not a fan of the Twee? You can't get no, down I like the it just on? fine. I like it just fine, but I like when they got guitars going and they're doing the whole thing. You don't want to, like, sip some tea in the park and, and yeah, I do, but have then some I like crumpets you, and oboes? Look, how are you going to argue with Brainwashed, my friend? Right? You can't argue with that. It's a fantastic record. Yeah. A... And it's it's a little better than Village Green. And Not part really. of you knows. No, I, I'm sorry. Part of I'm you sorry. knows that. Part of you, you knows know me. that. And it's haunting you. No, no, it's. You know, Village Green has been my favorite album since I was a teenager, and I'm not. It's not. And now it's time to move on. It did what it did for you for a very long time. <laughs> you can say goodbye. Say, oh, now you're my second best friend. You rank your friends, right? <laughs> I, I do not rank my friends, well, actually. I have, a, but, I have um, a dry erase board here, and I have my friends ranked on it. Well, I could not turn my back on Villa Train. It's been too too close, too near and dear to me. I cannot no. do that, Tom. I'm sorry, not even for you. I am just going to tell you, and don't take this the wrong way, you are not in control of this. In the middle of the night, you are going to feel, you're going to be like, you know what? Yeah, I think I'd rather listen to Arthur. And then, what's your favorite, uh, what's your favorite Beach Boys album? At this point in my life? Yeah. What would be my favorite? I, look, I can't listen to Pet Sounds anymore. I can't listen to that anymore. What am I supposed to listen, hear that again? Listen to it 8,000 times, eight, you know, right? What do I listen to right. now? I don't know. Wild Honey's like eight minutes long, and it's got so it feels like the, it's got some hobby songs on there. Like it's like, um, if I had to listen to a Beach Boys album right now, not that it would be my favorite by any stretch, I'd probably listen to like Friends. That's my favorite. See, I'm that was a I was kind of channeling that to you. I knew you were going to say that. Okay. Because you're probably going to go back on your opinion on Arthur. Someday you're going to realize that Village Green is so much better. Fifteen songs, all of them flawless. Andrew, I don't need to Fantastic. roll with the pack. I don't need to roll with the pack. I'm that salmon going upstream, baby. Listening to, or with the headphones on, listening to Arthur. Well... You know, enjoy that, I guess. Enjoy that. What's the best song on Friends? We're going to say it at the count of three. One, two, three. Busy doing Friends. nothing. <laughs> Busy doing nothing is great. And passing by. Annalie the healer. Busy doing nothing. If people under, want to understand that, that is, uh, that is, a, that is one of the, uh, I, there, there have been so few songs written that match that song. In it's the it's the it's tr like when people throw the word throw the word just like well any word it's like it's, it's so far out there 
there's a point in the song when he's doing ESP to, rem- to recall, recall a phone number. And that's what the song's about, is him just being like racking his brain and going inside, not ESP, but he's, he's doing like mind tricks to pull a friend's well, phone number back up. Then he sharpens up the pencil to write a letter to his friend. It's the greatest. I love it. What's that dude like, Brian? Well, he I doesn't know. pick up. He doesn't pick up the phone to like send them a text or anything. There's people I don't ever want to meet. I don't ever want to meet uh, uh, Steve Coogan. I don't ever want to meet Brian Wilson because <laughs> uh, they did too much, and I would hate for it to be a bad experience. You mean like the Mickey thing? We got over that. We yeah, got but, over that. But what did I say to Mickey? I didn't say anything to him. The time I tried, if I would have went up to him that time he introduced me, I said to him, "Hey, Mickey, I'm a huge fan of Head. You know what he would have done? Back again." There's a friend, I'm not going to name this friend, and he was a kid growing up in the Midwest, and he meets Bruce Willis as a 10-year-old, and uh, he says to Bruce Willis something, and Bruce Willis says, bleep off, kid. And then, as an adult, he runs into him again, and Bruce Willis says to him, literally, bleep off, kid. He didn't get to talk to him about how much he loved the Return of Bruno album? Look, I was listening to that album the other day. Not the album, I heard the song, Respect Yourself. And, uh, Tom, do you, do you know there's a, an entire TV special with like a fake, oh, I know. I like know. No, a fake thing with Bruno I with know. all these people doing testimonials, like the BGs? Andrew and... Sandoval, I know, I know all about it. <laughs> you know about it because the BGs are. You had to keep track of the day they filmed the thing. <laughs> all That's right, Andrew. Andrew. All right. Look, Thank I want to say this. Thank you so much for calling. It's always fun to talk to you. You're a font of knowledge. And you do the right thing when it comes to these acts that have been around for a long time. You keep the thing honest and you keep it on point and you keep the, you think of the fans first. And so I tip my hat to you for that, for what you've done for the monkeys uh, catalog and the legacy and all that. And I'm looking for this tour is going to be fantastic. Mickey and Mike. Well, thank you. It has been a pleasure to be on Doug Weston's best show. Who is Doug Weston now? Why? I gotta go. I gotta go. No, 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 don't do that to me. (laughs) No, no, okay, goodbye. (laughs) Fine. I'll sell the best show to Doug Weston. Doug Weston's the best show. Best show, hi. Hi. To whom am I speaking? It's Amber from Brooklyn. Amber? From Brooklyn, how are you, Amber? What's going on tonight? Good, how are you? I'm doing all right. What's going on in the world of Kansas? <laughs> Your favorite band. Well, I just um, found out that they released a greatest hit on red translucent vinyl, and so I'm considering buying that, even though I don't really need a greatest hit, but I'm sort of a sucker for colored vinyl, so... <laughs> so you- so you're, yeah, you can't. I sort you got, of want it in my collection. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Well, maybe, maybe you'll find one. And then you know. can just hear all the hits at one time. You know, just put one record on, and all the hits yeah. are right there for you. Oh, <laughs> exactly. They're all there for you. All your favorites. Yep. Oh, <laughs> I just got the the Toto. Um, greatest hits record they just put out mm-hmm. so 
Now, what's on the uh, what's so that Toto record, the greatest hits? That's that's blank on the other side. <laughs> well, um, it's got a couple of new tracks. Does it have Africa which... on it three times. <laughs> well, you know, I think it's sort of like they do their concert. Like they put all the tracks on that they play in their concerts, basically. Okay. And they always do Rosanna and Africa right at the end. So those are the last two tracks. All right. So it's a fun, <laughs> a, a fun trip down memory lane. Yeah, I mean, I and you know, coincidence. I just turned forty myself, and the record is called Forty Trips Around the Sun." Okay. So. Well, happy <laughs> happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. So what else is going on? Anything exciting? Well, I don't, I mean, you be the judge. Um, <laughs> Michael Imperioli from The Sopranos, Christopher from The Sopranos, yes. has written a novel. I'm listening. And it is called The Perfume Burned His Eyes. Okay. Do you want to ha- take any stab at what this novel could possibly be about. The perfume, let me get this straight, the perfume burned his eyes? Yeah. I don't know. What What is it about? You're going to die. <laughs> I'm ready. A coming-of-age story about a kid from Queens who befriends Lou Reed. <laughs> Oh, that's, yes. Okay, you're not the, somebody sent me. I, it was me. I'm the one who emailed that to you. Though you, that's right. Okay. So, yeah. Lou Reed, so it's a story, it's a, it's a novel though. Yeah, it's basically like fan fiction. I can't even believe that this publisher published it because they're actually a pretty respected publisher. And I'm just like, really? Lou Reed fan fiction? <laughs> And they put the book out about Lou, Lou Reed fan. I gotta. How do I have this thing? I, I've been I've been trying to write something. I, I'm I, I gotta I gotta make more headway with this thing. I, they, 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 I know. Michael Imperioli's got his thing done. Exactly. I'm like, I was of two minds of if I should actually tell you about oh, it because no, I'm like a, I don't want to rub more no, salt no, in no, the wound. It's good, it's, good but... to, it's good for me to know. It's good for me to know. I got some work to do. <laughs> I got work to do. And it's also sort of like art imitates life, imitates art, whatever, because, you know, Christopher wrote a screenplay in The Sopranos. Yes. Uh, <laughs> not not Hatchet. What was it called again? Cleaver. Oh, God. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Cleaver. He wrote a movie called Cleaver that he was trying yes. to, yeah. Um... Yeah, I got it. I got it. What, the, the quote that they, they you know, uh, they have on their website about the book is, Imperioli can definitely write. I'm like, Kenny. <laughs> yeah, he uses all 26 letters. There's 20, so wait, there's 26? Pat? 26 letters, yes. Before, yeah. I, before I zing oh this God. guy, I want to make sure I'm getting it says, <laughs> You got to hear this uh, this quote. Uh, blah, 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 coming-of-age story of 17-year-old Matthew, whose mother moves them to Queens, uh, moves them from Queens to a posh apartment in Manhattan. Matt is not a typical teenager. 
think Holden Caulfield without the cynicism, but if often afraid and awkward. Oh my God. So he writes, I really want to read those books. I think like, I want to read this book too. <laughs> so he, but then he starts hanging out with Lou Reed. Yes. It's, I, when I read the description, I couldn't believe it. I was like, really? Like, no one was like, no, I don't think you should write fan fiction about Lou Reed. Like, just but what, what, era, what like, is it? Was he showing up and, and seeing the Lou Reed robot from the No Money Down video? I mean, is this like it's, mistrial? It's 76. 76. So, and, he's, so he's doing uh, Take No Prisoners or something, like, or Rock and Roll Heart. Yeah. Lou Reed, who lives with his transgender girlfriend, mm-hmm. Rachel, in the same building. The artistic shamanic rocker eventually becomes an unorthodox father figure to Matthew, who finds himself head over heels for the mysterious Veronica, a wise beyond her years girl he beats at his school. But this is not real, though. (laughs) I don't know. Now I'm like, maybe is it? Did this actually happen to Michael? I don't know. I got to find out. Now you've you truly intrigued me with this. You've actually sold a copy. You you, you called have Michael Imperioli on your show. Yeah, let's not. Let's I not get too carried. would love carried. to talk about it. Yeah. Well, look, these clowns out there, and clowns is a strong word, probably. And I've walked that back already. My producers on the show. I don't know why I called them clowns. I don't know. <laughs> Because they want to feel, you know why? Because they want to feel big for a second. That's why. <laughs> I want to feel big for a second, so I put them down. Now, who's the clown, right? So anyway, they, they, there's a contest going on, a points-driven contest to see who can get people to call in. Michael Imperioli might be a good one to to strive for, guys. That's a I mean, that's two hundred points. You the email to his like. The don't help basically. them. Don't help them. So <laughs> don't, don't help Just them, Amber. The email. <laughs> if you're looking for a good time, Charlie, oh honey, oh. I gotta, uh, I gotta read this book now. Yeah. Two hundred twenty um, points for, for Michael Imperioli. Five minute call that's with not, him. That seems reasonable. Yeah. Well, Amber. I have one more oh, thing. Oh, go ahead. Go. It's all yours. I have a recommendation to the young lady who called earlier who's going to Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Yes. Um, I've been there. Beautiful city. The best restaurant I ate at in the UK was Cafe St. Honoré in Edinburgh. So. You hear that? Write it down. Shannon. <laughs> I think it was Shannon, right? Yeah, Shannon. Shannon. Good recommendation. <laughs> I love it. See, people pay, take care. And what about a Carl's Jr.? Is that a good restaurant? <laughs> I've never eaten at Carl's Jr., so I can't, you know. Looks bad. They sure run the commercials. <laughs> My Pillow, I- any experience with My Pillow? No, but, you know, it looks intriguing. Yes. And finally, before I let you go over, how, how's, how's, uh, how's your kid doing? How's Stanley? He's great. He, like, I put him to bed and he was talking up a storm in his crib for like the last hour. I was wondering if he was going to go to sleep anytime soon, but I think he's finally asleep. So, so he's all, he's all he's ramped well. up. He's all ramped up. Yeah. 
he just, it's his favorite time. He just loves hanging out in his crib by himself and chit-chatting oh, to himself. Nice. I don't that's know. nice. He's a sweetheart. <laughs> All right. Well, look, we'll see about Michael Imperioli. And okay. uh, we'll now thank you for the heads up. Yeah. All right. All right. Take care. Okay. Bye. bye. Another song by Helium. What's up, everybody? The number, 201-332-3484. We're doing a show tonight. Kind of low-key. A little, little low-key. I'm still not feeling great. I'm, be- I'm better. I just... Uh, this thing hangs around, man. I, uh... So... Yeah, still doing it. What else are you going to do? No Mike tonight. He's tending to some uh, personal stuff. Always thinking about Mike, thinking about you. And um, in the meantime, got Pat and Dudio here. And let's go back to the phones. Oh, before I go back to the phones, uh, season two of Meet My Friends, the Friends, the, uh, the Friends Recap podcast will start in a week or so. We are, we went through season one, season two will probably start up behind the best show paywall which is uh, going to get it started behind that, uh, and then it'll be available to everybody. But if you want to hear it early, you got to support the show over at Patreon, patreon.com slash show. That's where you can contribute to keep the show going, and you give what you can give, and we send stuff out to everybody, and we appreciate all of it. And one of the things you get is uh, exclusive content before anybody else gets it. Patreon.com slash The Best Show. Best Show, hi. Hey, Tom. How are you doing? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Daryl. I'm in Clarksville, Maryland. How are you? I'm good. What's going on tonight, Daryl? 
I was uh, first going to ask you how you're doing. I'm all right. Hanging in there. Yeah, how was your, uh, how was your week off? Um, well, it wasn't, you know, I was not here. I wasn't, I was not on vacation or anything, but it was good. We, we get by, you know, I was sick and then I was doing work. So. You didn't have the flu, did you? I did. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. That's a shame. Yeah, it sure was. So I, uh, wanted to talk to you about, uh, basketball tonight. Okay. Did you watch the All-Star game? I did. What did you think? What did I think of the All-Star game? Yeah, look, the All-Star game is never my favorite thing, but, um... You like the twist? Well, uh, let me... Uh, yeah, hold on. Click it down, my friend. All right. There's one tiny bit. I'm, I'm okay, I'll take it easy. I'm doing what I'm doing. It, uh... They did a thing with the All-Star Game this year. Usually the NBA does a thing where it's the 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 East. The teams in the East, the best players from the East play against the best teams from the West. But this year they decided to do a thing where it was they picked uh, team captains, one from the East and one from the West, and they picked their teams as if it was just kind of playground basketball. They just said, I'll take this guy. And then the other guy said, I'll take this guy. And they built the teams that way. So it was, it was fun to see that. And it was a nice, nice. But we didn't see that though. That was the problem. All right. Well, as I was about to say, they didn't do that. That wasn't, that, that wasn't an affront. That wasn't an affront to the host. That was simply to say that that was a problem of the of the of the way that the draft went down. So they w- did not do the draft on camera. You didn't see no. them. No. Get off my phone, you worm. Guy, interrupt me. First of all, it's written right here in my notebook, NBA All-Star Game. What do you think? I'm not going to talk about that? This guy's guiding me through it as if I as, as if I, I need my hand held to talk about that. As if I need my hand held to talk about the the, the, the nerve. The nerve. The nerve. I'm here painting pictures. Got this guy. He's uh, he's drawn on a bathroom wall. This guy, the way he approaches it. I'm painting, painting pictures. This guy's writing for a good time call, whatever. For a bad time, him call me. Actually, he would write on the on the men's room wall. For a bad time, I will call two zero one three three two three four eight four. I'll say this. This NBA All-Star game, it's like, again, look, who cares? It's, a, it's an exhibition. It's made you watch a guys that are throwing passes and having a good time, and they, they're, they're goofing off. It's a publicity event. 
so they broke it up. They did this thing where they let the players draft each of the teams, and there was the thing, and then, but they didn't do it on camera. So now you have all these guys like, I want to watch that on camera. Really? I, I don't care. I don't care. What do I care? Got to watch a guy. I, I want to see a guy feel, see someone feel bad they're not getting picked. I got to watch that, that they're getting picked last. What's that all about? Ghoulish. There's some ghoulish people. Look, I'm in a ghoul more times than a lot of people. Watching things, watching flops and stuff like that. And look, there was a thing where during this All-Star game, they had Fergie uh, from Black Eyed Peas. She sang the national anthem, right? It was terrible, right? It was the worst. She's doing this thing, and she did like this torchy, jazzy version of it. It was a complete misfire. And she admitted, she said a day later, yeah, they, everybody browbeat her into uh, saying, to owning that it, it it sucked. But it's like, what's better? What's better than that? Stephen A. Smith talking? Dan LeBatard talking? Like these people? Skip Bayless? That's better? Are, are talking heads of the world are better than... than I'll take it 10 times over 10. I'm going to take somebody who does a thing and eats it over someone who knows better. Bless you. Who sneezed? That was you. Bless you. Yeah, so. Yeah, she sang the thing. It It was not good. Whatever. Like, look, I'm not gonna look. It would do. It would do. Does part of me want to get out? There was this pre-show to the NBA All Star Game, that was. Uh, some would say was a skin skin crawl. I've heard the word skin crawling used, um, in my own head, um, where it was like a skit got played out where Kevin Hart was. Uh, finally, he's resurfaced. Kevin Hart is back. I hadn't seen him for four days and started to get a little worried that he hadn't, he wasn't in something for a whole, for almost a week. Like, where is he? The last time I saw him, he was trying to force his way up onto the podium at the uh, Super Bowl. So he hosts this skit and he's like, he's like, I want to host the, I want to be an all-star, an NBA all-star was the big, the thing hit him and his, uh, he was like talking to his guys. Like, what should, what should we do? What's the next thing I can achieve? It's like, I want to be an NBA. He decides he wants to be an NBA all-star. And that was like a pre-recorded thing. Then they cut to the, to the, to the NBA all-star game. And, uh, which was in Los Angeles. It's where I was. Not saying that the it overlaps with the work I was doing, but it did. So, um, it, um, yeah, so Kevin Hart's all of a sudden there and he's like, I'm not sure what to do. I want to be an all-star. Then Rob Riggle shows up and, uh, they kind of walk through the, uh, what it takes to be an all-star. And I just want to say, look, I'll say this. It's like, look, 
I, I, these, it's uh, Kevin Hart and Rob Riggle. I see these guys so much. It's like, there's more of a chance of, I, I, you look in the mirror one out of every five times, you're going to see one of those guys. That's how much they show up and stuff. They, they'll pop up in your mirror, like Candyman. You look in the mirror, you see Rob Riggle looking back at you. Or Kevin Hart. So they do some skit and they're dancing around and then Jamie Foxx comes out dressed like a cowboy and he's doing a thing. Then suddenly Queen Latifah comes out and then Adam Devine, the 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 the, 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 the Jack Black impersonator from Workaholics. And he's dancing around and you're just like, I was like, wait, do I still have the flu? Maybe my flu got worse and I'm hallucinating this. Is that possible? This is like some horrific fever dream I'm experiencing. Oh, but fear not. Rob Riggle's now got an electric guitar and he's singing in the air tonight. And I'm like, all right, and now I'm clearly hallucinating this. There's no way this is happening. But it was. Rob Riggle. I think it was a great, great, a great opportunity for him to try something new out, uh, playing guitar at the NBA All-Star Game. I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Oh, Lord. Who wouldn't want to hear Rob Riggle sing uh, the hits of Phil Collins? Yes, then finally they get to, then Kevin Hart starts doing intros for the players. He's like roasting each player as like they come down the walkway. It's like, wait a minute. I'm an all-star. This is my moment. Oh, this is your moment now. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize I was, this was a Don Rickles concert and I'm in the audience getting made fun of. It's funny. I kind of thought it was the all-star game and I thought I had worked my whole career to get to this point. Where I now get to play in the game that honors the best. And, oh no, no, but you're going to rip me for having like shoulder hair or whatever he was making fun of people for? What? You imagine that compulsion you got to be on camera all the time. This guy, this, this, this guy just ain't, ain't happy being, uh, Watching a thing. Can't just watch it. He's got to be in it. Look, Rob Riggle's a nice guy. I'm not going to put this guy down. He's a very nice guy. But it's just, I didn't want to see no skits from anybody in the middle of this thing. Skits. Not sketches. That was a skit. They did. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom. Yes, hi. How you doing, sir? 
I'm all right. To whom am I speaking? Uh, hey, this is this is Bucky in Peoria. Bucky in Peoria. What's up tonight, Bucky? Oh, not much. I'm. Uh, I was trying to get my kid to eat something. She's sick, so she won't eat anything. Um, how old is your I wanted kid? To, how old your I'm kid? sorry. That's all right. How old your kid? Uh, she's like two and a half. She is two and a half. And what were you trying to get her to eat? Pizza pie? Uh, so, <laughs> salami and provolone. That's that's one. That's hmm. that's two of the like six things she'll eat. Yeah, that sounds like that's the. Those are the foundations of a of a of a, a toddler's diet. It's two of the main food groups. Yeah, salami and provolone. What 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 are you at a at a wedding reception? <laughs> uh, when I pile these two things onto my plate in the middle of the night, it's the most I ever feel like Tony Soprano. Yeah, but your two and a half year old loves to just load up on on deli meats. Cured, yeah, she's a, she's, a, she's a little Robert Eiler. <laughs> yes, little, little little AJ Soprano in the making. There, yeah, loading up on those cured, <laughs> those cured deli meats. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah. Maybe want to work carrots or or any uh, vegetables into that mix? I try. I really, I really uh, do. I'm gonna say this, look, and I, it's not—it's not my place to tell you how to parent. I'm gonna just preface it with that, but I'm gonna say, try harder. Uh, I, it's an everyday struggle, sir. There's gotta be has gotta be a point where you say, "Look, you can have a little salami if you eat some broccoli." She loves it. She just loves it. She loves uh, the pepper. What is it? Provolone. She's actually the provolone's not like her favorite or anything. It's just what was. You kind of forced well, that on right? I, I, <laughs> kind of a one for you, one for me kind of deal with the provolone. Yeah, yeah. I give her the I give her the big half. Yeah. What's your kid's name? Her name is Pearl. Pearl. Yeah. And uh, you're how's she doing with other stuff? She's good. She's um, I don't know. I'm. She's not super athletic, but she's very intellectual. I feel like she's um, she knows like how to count to like twenty five, and uh, mm-hmm. and we yeah. get these emails. Uh, my fiance gets these emails that say how many words your your toddler should know, mm-hmm. and she's always like smashing those numbers. She's way over yeah. that. So exactly, because she's yeah. saying things like there's words in her vocabulary now, like uh, slice it thin or. Uh, what are you being so tight with the gabagool? Right? Yeah. She's she's checking up all the, all the yeah. stuff that, I, that yeah. I say usually. Yeah. Might be time to stop playing the Sopranos during the middle of the day. Uh, I'm, I don't I don't actually play it. I just, I just act it out. Just, uh-huh. You know, just the nice things. Which character are you most like and which character is she most like? Um, <laughs> uh, I, well, you know, I... In past years, I would have said I'm the Tim Daly character, but I feel like I've redeemed myself somewhat. The who? Which character? The priest? No, 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 no. Tim Tim Daly. He's the uh, the oh. the actor in Mach- uh, it's not Machete. What's it called? Cleaver. Oh, that's right. Yes, of course. He was in Cleaver. He was the actor who was attached, right? That's him. Yeah. So you're more like uh, that. And who's your kid like? Uncle Junior. Uh, I mean, so she used to look like Uncle Jim, 
Um, but she's, you know, she's coming to her own. She's uh, she she's gone uh, full Johnny Sack, I'd say at this point. Well, that's uh, the look of a child that brings to mind Johnny Sack. I don't know what more you could ask as a father. Yeah. Like season two, Johnny Sack, not later on. Sure. Oh, okay, of course. No, just when he was not completely off the deep end. Yeah. Just when Tony was starting to feel like this guy might mow me down. How I feel about her sometimes. Child is the father to the man, that's what they say. They do, yes, sir. Yeah. Anything else, my friend? Uh, well, I, I, <laughs> the reason I called is I'm having a, a like a bit of a crisis of, uh, I just was well, thinking of, a, a, like a dramatic career change. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I, it's been a couple of weeks since I've, since I've heard your voice, Tom. So well, like, what are you, do, what are you doing right now? What are you doing for a living right now? Um, I work as a social media coordinator for the, uh, brand Crockpot as Kitchen Appliances. You do what now? Say that again. You work. I work, <laughs> you work, I work as a, so, a social media coordinator for the brand Crockpot uh, Kitchen Appliances. So you tweet out at, from the Crockpot account? Uh, the Twitter is new. Um, it's been mostly Facebook and Instagram, but we've, we've launched Twitter within the last month, and it's, it's that, uh, among some other things, are kind of stressing me out. So you tweet out as a, as a Crockpot? I'm looking at it here. Crockpot cares. Yeah, that's that's not really me just yet. That's a brand new thing. I'll, I, in theory, I'll be taking over some of that shortly, but so far, it's been slow going. So I'm looking at some of the tweets here. So the dude from This Is Us is a Crockpot sponsor. Um. Well, no, that's a that's another thing uh, that's been stressing me out. We had a uh, character, uh, like that guy, that his character on the show, he, um, he like died in a fire. Spoilers for This Is Us. Um, because he like plugged his crock butt in and it like set on fire, which is not something that happens with our products, but it is a thing that happened on the show and that's caused, uh, I don't know, quite the. Sounds libel. Sounds, it sounds like there could be a lawsuit in the, in the, in the, uh, making here. They're saying that the well, crock pot yeah. blew up the guy's house or something? Well, it didn't have the brand name on it. It just, it was just like a generic thing, but people uh-huh. associate it. It's like, you know, it's like brand recognition. People associate it with it, so. Let me just ask you, are you telling me the truth? Let's just be honest. I wish I wasn't. You wish you were, so you are. Yes, sir, so and I'm considering a, a change routine. because this I'm not enjoying it anymore. This is not a comedy routine you've worked up and <laughs> have been dying to get to for the last two weeks. No, sir. No, sir. So it's time, you feel like crockpots have really taken it on the chin the last couple of weeks. Cause people. I mean, it's, it's been fine. I mean, it's, uh, it's just been, I mean, it hasn't a lot of work. It's pretty much died down by now. Um, but I'm just not enjoying the work anymore. Well, well, well what am I making in a crockpot? Just what, what am I throwing in there? Stew? Yeah, beans and, you know, like stock and. I don't know. And what, I throw I, it in I, there, I, then I go to work, and I come home, and it's ready to eat? Is that what it is? In theory. I don't know. I don't know about this crockpot thing. First of all, you didn't send me one. 
you got to get ready. This guy's working in a room surrounded by crockpots. He can't, he can't, he can't send one to his uh, old friend Tom. Couldn't, I mean, couldn't throw a crockpot I mean, in the mail for me, huh? We can, I mean, if you want to like DM me and like not DM that account, but like DM me on my personal account, we can figure something out. Man, I don't know if I want a crockpot. And I go through all the thing and but hey, did you get, did you send that crockpot out yet? And then, and then you're going to be like, yeah, did you get it yet? And I'm going to be like, yeah, it's still in a box. Sorry. Didn't get to open it yet. What do I put in? product. So with the crock, so look, so you're not sure if you want to work. First of all, I'm, I'm questioning whether this is a great idea for you to be saying, Hey, I work for a crock pot and I don't know if I want to be worked there anymore. I am, I'm, I am also now questioning this entire thing. <laughs> but no one knows who you are. Also, Bucky isn't my real name, but people do call so me that at work. Hold so on to the whole look. I'm going to say this. You're having a crisis of com- of conscience here. The stress from this whole "this is us" thing with the crockpot is getting you down. But but let let that pass. And I'm only saying this because the way it gets past the work thing and then the week thing. Let the let the dust settle. See how it feels being there, and then you figure out what the next uh, the next uh, part of your life holds. You might okay. just be, be feeling the heat. Not unlike that character felt the heat when the crockpot <laughs> blew up in his face. Perhaps, although it wasn't a crockpot. No, 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 it was it was a generic uh, kitchen appliances. Yeah, of so this is kind of this is the kind of thing you go get at like the dollar store. He somebody bought an off-brand crockpot. Yeah, yeah. Why not just? There's re- a whole backstory to the crockpot and the and the. I'm sorry, the the product in the show. Why don't you do um, this? Why, why don't you start was, a whole thing? It's just like, like just say like crock, like where you film a thing where you got your face pressed against a crock pot, right? Mm-hmm. And it just shows like, look, this thing's not blowing up. I don't think I have the social media reach myself to really do that. I'll do and it. I don't think I'll the, do. Look, the throw my throw to... my name in the mix as a crock pot spokesman. Okay. Serious. I'll I'll rep crockpots. Okay. Throw my name in the mix. I'll put I'll press my face against the side. Well, not against the side of a crockpot. It's still hot, right? It does get hot. Yeah. Yes, sir. I'll just sit there. What about this? Tom versus the crockpot. You put okay. all the stuff in it. I sit there. I read a magazine. Right next to the thing. Okay. My head's right near it all day long. Eight hours yeah, like later. The- Family comes home, and I'm I'm doing fine. My face is still intact, and then I serve the food for them. Okay, Tom versus right. the crockpot. Yeah, and then you know who wins? Everyone, because we all ate great food in the crock out of the crockpot. Yes, sir. Yeah, and look, this was basic. I'm going to say this. Also, I'm not doing the crockpot commercial now either. I don't know what the deal with these things are. If this is some weird hip branding that this guy's trying to do, calling and talking about crockpots on the show, I don't know. I truly am not doing a commercial. I have no idea if this thing's going to blow up in your face or not. I truly don't know. I'm not plugging I've got crock one pots. foot out the door already, sir, so it's okay if it does. I'm not. Pl- no, that's not okay. What about my face? 
fair enough. Look, I, I thought you meant metaphorically blow up in my face. <laughs> this is what we do for the thing. They take your face. They take you. You, you heat the crock pot up. You stick your head in it. We put the lid okay. on it. Right. Okay. And an hour later, you pull your head out. Sure. All right. Yes, sir. What would that What would that make your face look like? I, it has not been tested. It's not a recommended. It's use not what you product. use it for. Exactly. That's the right answer. You don't do that. Thank you. All right, my Thank friend. You. Good luck with everything. It seems like you. Between your between your uh, cured meat eating uh, two year old <laughs> and your future doing social media for crockpots, 2018 is truly your year. <laughs> you're you're in you, great Tom. shape, buddy. All right, you take care. Yeah, you too. My poor guy. Best show. Okay. So I like him. Best show, hi. Oh, hey, hi. Hi. Hi, this is Morgan from Cleveland. Morgan from Cleveland. I was in your neck of the woods. Uh, Wait, why? Oh, God. Uh, because my plane uh, wasn't, uh, they grounded us for a few hours. So I had, oh. the, I had the, oh, the privilege of sitting on the runway. Oh, okay. Well, at that's, your that's airport. And yeah, and I also for... got to get off the plane and walk up and down the empty terminal. Oh, it's good. It's, yeah, it's usually empty. Um, I'm nice. surprised no one offered you like a plate of pierogies or something. I I did it. There was nothing open. <laughs> except, yeah. Except for a Dunkin' Donuts that everyone from the plane lined up at. <laughs> I think they're still there waiting. Yeah, they're probably they probably are. I uh, got yeah. to stare at a picture of of the champion Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh right, that that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. And I'm then, surprised it wasn't Drew Carey. But... Then I got back on the plane. Well, that's awesome. I'm glad you had a great um, Cleveland vacation. It was a fun time in Cleveland. I would wouldn't trade it for the world. <laughs> that's great. So what's going on? Um, um, well, I remember my roommate who I told you about who you kind of scared, like, yes. you know. I, this is and, coming well, back to me. She, yeah. Well, she's finally able to sit with me on one of these shows, and she is delighted. But she also thinks she's dying from some sort of ailment that we were trying to either figure out um, what one to go off of from WebMD. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then now maybe... <laughs> If we, if we tell you what we think she's dying of, which one? Sure, let's do this. Let's do it. Let's, let's right. try this. Well, so I guess overnight her legs have blown up to be basically two sausages. And so her options are either an overactive thyroid, mm-hmm. kidney failure, mm-hmm. or congestive heart failure. Yeah, well, well I, this is what I would say. You don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Right. You know who would right. know? Do you know who generally knows <laughs> things like that? <laughs> Doctors! <laughs> she did go to a doctor. And they she, don't know. The, wait, the doctor said, oh, so, I don't know. Yeah, so they just took blood, but 
And they told me they're going <laughs> this is to. A dying wish. They took blood, and I'm sure they're going to get back to her at some point. Oh, they sent her lab back already via text message, but they're all, you know, like they're all medical terms. So, so. the doctor said nothing specific about this condition. Nope. nope. <laughs> so you, like then, it. then you might not want to hear this advice. You might want to go to a different doctor. That's what, yeah, that's what I'm telling her. Because a doctor should generally want to, <laughs> a doctor should just have a vested interest in getting to the bottom of right. this. Right. Most, yeah. Not just so be like, why... well, let me send your blood, uh, your blood work back and you can stare at some numbers and not know what they mean. Meanwhile, your legs are still swollen. Like little sausages. That's what she wants. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, this is like, um, a dying wish of hers, but she's not going to die. She'll be fine. Of course but I not. Saw you, like, no, she's going to be fine. She has gotten through the horror of the house being broken into, but has moved on to a new horror. Her swollen um, legs. Her sw- <laughs> it is a swollen weird legs. show tonight. I tell you, it is a weird one yeah. tonight. Mm-hmm. Her legs well. swelled up like two balloons, right? Yeah. Is that what it's like? It's like it's like comfortably numb. Yeah. <laughs> when your roommate was a child, she had some weird sickness. Her legs <laughs> swelled up like two balloons. The doctor did some blood work, and that was it. He sent a text message back with <laughs> with some numbers. But didn't say a whole lot else. Oh, she says she's really happy. Thank you. Well, look, this you got you get you, 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 please go get checked out. Legit, tell your sure. tell your yeah, roommate. Yeah, no, we got. Sure. Go to a real doctor. If that doctor is your, right. you, you sure this was a doctor? This wasn't like where was this doctor? Um, in East Cleveland, and at midnight, it was a free time to get in. I'm kidding. No, it was in a suburb uh, called Akron, where. Yeah. But, uh, we all Devo know Akron. Is. Well, exactly. Devo's from Akron. Yeah. <laughs> Who yeah. else is from Akron? Uh, Black Keys and and and, I think and, it's and, Graham. and what and and uh, Chrissy Hind is from Akron too. Oh, true. Yes. Right. Yes. And. Right. Oh my god. Your roommate's okay. a gloomy. She, oh, she's throwing the gloomy <laughs> ones out tonight. She, did you hear challenger, that? Oh, yeah. challenger? Yeah, I heard all I heard yeah. was the challenger. <laughs> she said a lady that um went up in the challenger. Yeah. But yeah, so she threw out the gloomy one. Pretty awesome actually. <laughs> well I you tell your roommate, go get some go 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 get some help, please. That that worries me. <laughs> all right. We will <laughs> she will get some great help. All right, you do you do that, and please say, let me know what's going on. Thanks for thanks for listening. Of course, <laughs> like night. It's a weird show tonight. It's a weird one. I don't know what to say about this one. You know what I want to say? You know what's a good, uh, a great uh, comic book? I I uh, am a fan of. Um, Hold, hold on, hang tight. I'm going to pull this up. Dead Horse. 
You know Dead Horse, right? This dude, Eric Grissom, right? He's a talented dude. Does a comic book. He's been doing this book, uh, Dead Horse, for a while. They did six issues, and then they did three, and now it's time to do... No, they did six and then two, and then now it's time to do more. And they self-publish it, so they have a Kickstarter up now. You can go to Kickstarter. Search Dead Horse over at Kickstarter. You can read all about it. I think there's only about ten or so days uh, to go on this. It's great. Can't wait. I want the, the rest of these issues to exist. It's a great comic. So go over there and check it out. If you want to look at a good comic book, Dead Horse is a good one. My pick to click. Over at Kickstarter. Best show, hi. Kahuna. What? Who's this now? Hello, hi. Say that again, please. Are you there, sir? I am. Excellent. Good to know. Oh, I know who this is. Oh, my goodness. I know who this is. This is BB from Las Vegas. It's Gravy and Biscuits Night. How are you? I'm excellent. How are you? I'm good. I'm, gl- I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Don't worry. No, Nothing to yeah. worry about with me. Check your mail tomorrow, man. There's a little something in there for you. All right. I will. I will. All right. How are things out in Las Vegas tonight? Well, you know, we had a spectacular fire in the, uh, what was it, the Nature nature Preserve out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Crazy. It looked like they were burning tires out there. Ugh. Didn't last long. Good. But it was really bright. That's, it's horrifying. Yeah. Tire, nature fires. We got one per year. You never know, because around with the desert and the West Coast, Mm -hmm. you got tar pits and sand and weirdness. Yeah. This is a weird show tonight, huh? Have you listened to the show tonight? I have been, yes. There have been uh, individuals from all sectors checking in, all walks of life. Yes. Yes. It's good, What's though. What's social media stuff, man? Social media what the what? What is this social media stuff, man? I don't know what that means. I, I missed, uh, I'm not sure what you're saying. Oh, what is that stuff? Social media? Yeah. And, you know, Twitter and all that. Malarkey. Yeah, I do, I do. I think I'm just being willfully ignorant. Yeah. Because you can make a living with it. I might recommend that Bucky check LinkedIn because I'm seeing all manner of jobs like that and things of that of that ilk will just be flying by him. Yeah, that guy if you Bucky. Go in there. What a kook that guy is. Crockpot, Mr. Crockpot. Crockpot. So you fill a crockpot full of salami and cheese. His kid, his kid will love it. Right? <laughs> that kid. Yeah, loading up on the... the Provolone and the salami. Yep, all hot, no pocket. <laughs> yes, all hot, no pocket. So what's going on? What what are what are you uh, what are you up to, uh, BB? You know what I'm up to. 
What's that? Oh, you kind of do. I kind of do. Yeah. And um, I don't know how much running back and forth you're willing to do, but you know the Ends family has made you a proposition. I know. I got a. I got a proposition from the from the 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 family from your family. You did indeed, sir. I I need to wrap my head around it. Yes. And see what my schedule's like. That's great, man. So, because you figure it out, I got you covered. I know. I try. I try. I'm trying to do things. I'm trying. So, I hear you. So what's good? What are you watching or listening to that you're enjoying, BB? Uh, gravy. Um, Dave and I watch a plethora of British panel shows. Uh, QI. Um, Mastermind. Only Connect. And these, well, you know how I feel about Victoria Corrin uh, Mitchell. Yes. And these are all like egghead-type shows. Good heavens, no. But no, but in the way that the comedy is smart, even on them. Well, it's true. It's very, it is very smart. But when you got 8 out of 10 cats does Countdown, and um, you know they're trying to do math and word problems, well, um, sometimes there's... Naked body parts flying in their faces. You never. It's very entertaining. Yeah, I gotta get. I gotta get uh, some stuff going like that. I gotta get on. I want to throw out a first pitch at a, a baseball game. I want to uh, endorse a product. If I endorse the, <laughs> this crockpot thing, if that goes through, I'll do that. All right. Not not not. I'm not exactly spending the crockpot money uh, before the before the check shows up, though. I don't know if this crockpot thing's gonna work. No, it sounds, um, well, I don't know. It's been around a long time, but it sounds a little fly-by-night at this yeah. point. Then i got to get on some sort of, like, panel show, right? Absolutely. I think they should be done over here as well as they're done over there. We've got smart, funny people on this side of the yeah. pond. And we had at midnight. Yes, that's right. I know it, it, this is curious. You both... This is like stereo. Yes, at midnight, not but not dumbed down. I gotta figure something out. I want 2008 to be uh, 2008. 2018. It was pretty good. It was an all right year, 2008. You know what year is going to be better for me? 2018. I'm I, thinking I, right now. I'm thinking right now. I'm a believer. I did have a topic for you, or at least a question. Yeah, let's hear it. Would you rather be overexposed or overrated? Hmm. Overexposed means that you're doing a lot of stuff. So I might oh, no, I meant, I think overexposed or underrated. Um, yeah, I already know what underrated like. <laughs> that's, where, that's, that's, that's where I'm, I know what that's like. I'll take overexposed. I'll try that on for size for a while. All right, then. Yeah. I look forward to being sick of you real soon. Yeah, get ready. I'm going to figure get. a few more things out. You're just going to be like, ugh. Because, look, Kevin Hart. Oh, God. This guy's in everything. He's everywhere. He turned up on uh, the first. Oh, Joe McHale is back. He's doing the old talk soup mm -hmm. thing on Netflix. Yeah. But did you see when Kevin Hart was trying to get on the podium for the Super Bowl? 
No, I missed. No, we were I wasn't watching the. Uh, no, it was like after the Super Bowl ended. He's a big Eagles fan because he grew up oh. in Philly. So then this thing's over, and they're like out on the field, and he's like trying to get up on the podium where like the players are talking and stuff. It's just like, but you you are not a, a football player. It's like you're just a famous person. It's like you shouldn't be up there. It doesn't matter. Well, they're all how much remarkably you... tall, and he is remarkably not. Yeah, but but it's just like it doesn't matter who he is. It's just like. He he doesn't. It's just like he's a he's not a, a football. They they won the Super Bowl. The hardest thing you can do to go all the way to winning the Super Bowl, and then like a guy who was like uh, busy doing uh, press for Jumanji while they were like doing the thing. He's gonna walk up there and act like he did it too. Who's Papa John this year? Yeah, he's the looking Papa for John. someone to kiss. He's the new Papa John. Now that Peyton Manning's gone, he's the new Papa John. Bing, bing. Yes. All right, baby, I'm going to wind this down. I might wind this down a few minutes early tonight. All right, because I don't want you to get tuckered out. And that's what the, it's, it's jet lag medicine, man. I want you to take it. Yeah, I was out I on the run. I want you to run- take care of yourself. I was on the runway an extra three, it took, it took me an extra seven hours to get home from that flight a couple of days ago. That was something it's, else. It's, it's the worst time of year to come out here. Yeah, but it was fine. It was fine. I'm here. I'm not complaining. I don't complain. In <laughs> 2018, I think you'll notice a, a lot less complaining coming from me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Take, get your scorecard out. You'll see. There's a lot less complaining going on. I will, uh. I look forward to that. All right, right, baby. I appreciate it. You have a great night. Love you, mister. Love you, too. Bye. Bye. Yeah, so what's going on? I might wrap it up early tonight. I'm not at 100%, but I wanted to be here, do the show. Yeah, because that's what we do. Got that Netflix game going on that I had thrown out there, which was to, uh, if you've got a Netflix DVD out, who has the longest one out still? And, uh, if you've had one laying around your house for years, send me a picture of the DVD with something that shows you still currently have it in your present day possession. And then send me a screen cap of the, uh, of the, of the account that says when you received it. I might still have the longest one. I have one going back to 2010. Best show artist Jeff Owen sent, uh, one from 2011. He's in, he's in second place. Who can beat me with a recap, a, a, a Netflix DVD rental they've had for just laying around their house. Who can beat me? The number 201-332-3484. Also working on a guest next week. Might be a good one. Might be a good one. Biggie. Might have a biggie on next week. 
We will find out. Yeah, maybe it's time to put this one in the books. Call it a little early. We'll be back. Build it back. Last two weeks have uh, been a little little rough, and I'm glad I'm back. And we'll keep it going, and yeah, we'll keep it going, right? What else are we going to do? All right, everyone. I'm saying good night. Thanks for listening. What should we hear on the way out? That's right. Why would he play more helium? Why? Well, I'll take this last call. You don't even have to screen it. Best show, hi. Hello, hi. Hi, it's Jennifer in Queens. Jennifer in Queens. What's up, Jennifer? How are you? I'm good. What's going on? Good. Well, I went to see Hello, Dolly tonight starring Bernadette Peters. How and was it? And I had a pretty great celebrity sighting while I was there. How was the um, show I, first? How was the show? It, the show was fantastic. It was so good. I cried. It was wonderful. The first time I ever saw it was when I was a kid. And my brother was one of the dancing waiters when he was in high school. So that was pretty great (laughs) to see it with Bernadette Peters instead of my brother. Yeah. So who was the celebrity (laughs) sighting? Well, I walked into the theater with Andrea Martin. Very nice. And she was meeting her friend, Martin Short. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Marty. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a really That's, good one. It's one of my favorite celebrity sightings ever, I think. That that should be. That's a fantastic <laughs> one. I had a um, a talking Ed Grimley doll when I was a kid. Um, so, <laughs> I, But I didn't tell him that. I think no. that's kind of creepy, probably. No, look. I think you played it the right way. You saw it. Did you say anything to them? I did. I said. I just said hello afterwards, and that was it. That's enough. I know. They looked like they were having fun, and I didn't want to interrupt them. You played it just right. Thanks. I think that's just the right way to do it. You say, hey, <laughs> and that's that. Yep. I see you. I'm going to be on my way. Mm-hmm. Well done. Thanks. Well done. All right. I'm going to say goodnight to you, and I will talk to you soon. Okay, good night, Tom. Night. All right. On the way out, one more song from Helium. This comes from their collection called Ends With And. Throwing together their various uh, non-LP recordings from EPs and singles and whatnots. This is Triple XXX. It's on Matador. Can't go wrong. Let's check it out, and I will be back next week, and I hope everybody's doing great, and we will see you then. Hopefully have a nice uh, surprise guest in studio. All right. Bye. Bye.